passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, And then again on Monday, on Monday, we're whittling it right on down. And the only two places that you'll visually, I think I started to say this and then I got squirreled, squirreled. Um, the only two places you're going to be able to visually see us uh, is YouTube and Rumble. Nice. That's it. This is Hulk Hogan, brother. And you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Anna, thank you for this. I, I can't play it. It's not. Well, maybe. Oh, hold on. Maybe it'll let me let me play it. Nope. See, it, it's making me. I had so much trouble with this article last yeah, night. I know. I mean, try we to get just, something we, else. We, we may just have to read it. No, no, no. Let me let me try to find something. But this, I mean, Dan, if this, because you are your family, uh, more you know, more specifically, Stephen and Jay, because you were part of the law firm back then, oh, and um, they, Stephen, Stephen, really, I mean, Jay, okay, it was all Stephen. It was all Stephen. It, it, really, it really was. It was I mean, Jay, it, mission. It was, yeah, it was. Signed, Jay signed on because he's, you know, Stephen that said sign on. Right. <laughs> and and Rob Adams signed on because Stephen said sign on. Sign on. Right. The partners at the time was what used to be Rob Adams, Stephen, and Jay. Were yes. they were they all equal? Yes. Okay. But Stephen kind of, you know, yeah, he would grab the reins. Right. Tampa historic Jackson House. So here's what sucks. Thank you, Anna, for that. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, my, uh, was that 2011? Yep. It was that long ago. So 12, 13 years ago, Stephen Diaco, uh, Dan's middle brother, who we love so very much, he, with my foundation, negotiated, negotiated with the family. Was it the Morris family? I forget. That sounds right. Yeah. And, um... And, and to buy the Jackson house. And we had lined up. With the with the sole purpose of restoring oh yeah. it. So I had lined up with a bunch of contractors, Gary Grubbs and cement guys and drywall guys and foundation guys and electrical guys. And Fabrizi was doing the roofing. And I had lined up with four a Cox Lumber and just lummy like four or five different places for materials. Nice. And... We were we purchased the the home. It was the the, the Dan. If you remember right, we had the purchase agreement. I mean, it was it was. I think we paid one hundred and six thousand dollars for the the property, and, and we had a plan, and we were going to restore the Jackson House, and the one cab. The one thing that we were going to do, just not restore it to you know it, it, to what it looks like, but we were going to make the downstairs. It's a very big house. Make the downstairs uh, a kind of a museum of what that house represented and all the influential African American man, African American people from Martin Luther King to Ray Charles to James Brown to 
just a, a lot of influential, very important, very great African Americans back in you know the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties when they would come to Tampa. Um, a lot of times they couldn't stay, and they were performing in Tampa. They weren't allowed to stay in a regular hotel. They had to stay at the Jackson House. Stay at the Jackson House. So it was very historically. It's 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 a it's a historical site nonetheless already. And we were going to restore the bottom and make it a, a museum to all the influential people that that had came and had had stayed there. What it represented to the community, the the original owners, the just you know a really nice museum of what. It represented that what what this home represented to Tampa, Florida. Then upstairs, we had gotten with five different law firms, ranging from criminal to tickets to you know just Dan. We had five different specific portions of the law, you know, family law, criminal law, civil, civil law, real like, estate. We had five different ones. Florida Stanley, ten dollars on the super chat. Thank you, buddy. We and and Steve and Jay and Rob. Through being, you know, you know, very, very well, and I think Morgan and Morgan was one of them, and uh, we had, and and obviously Adams and Diaco was going to be one of them. I think Kevin was going to be. I think, I think, you know, we got five very, very influ- influential law firms to set up offices upstairs and do pro bono work for the African American community, and they were going to have, you know, each. Each office was going to be there one or two days a month. I'm sorry, a week, one or two days a week to process and start representing African-Americans in legal in legal things, legal matters from criminal to child, uh, you know, family law uh, to real estate stuff. Just, you know, we had five different uh, uh, firms already committed already committed, and each firm was going to finish out. We were going to leave the top structurally sound, and then each firm was going to finish out the way they wanted their office to look. And it was just going to be one little office, but that's all they need to see people. And Bob Buckhorn, the mayor of Tampa. Democrat. Democrat. Hates me. And hates, obviously hated the project. Hates me. because, And the reason why he hates me is because when he was running for when, when he was in city when he was a part of the city council and not the mayor, I lit him up because he came up with the dumbest law ever. Might be the dumbest law that, that it might be the dumbest you know law that Tampa as a city has ever come up with, and it might be the one that was most quickly discarded and not enforced, except and, for it was embraced by the world and laughed at ten years later. L- laughed at. And it was a ten foot, ten, six foot. I'm sorry, a six foot uh, lap dancing distance. Meaning, it was the first I ever heard of social distancing. Right, and it was based on lap dancing at gentlemen's clubs. So if you're going to get a dance from a girl, she couldn't, you know, like kind of sit on your lap or you know rub your legs or anything like that. She had to be six. She had to be from me to Lummy, or from Lummy to Anna. To give you your dance. Nice. Because genital warts can only jump five feet. Right. It was all because of STDs. And, and, and a guy's like, man, if I got my jeans on and a girl's got an STD and it goes through her panties and through my jeans, that's a pretty, pretty strong strand. I think we got bigger issues than distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So 
they the the mayor. I don't know who the I don't know who the mayor of Tampa was at the time. Is it Dick Greco. It might have been, and they came up with these task force where these undercover police officers would go into clubs and like get girl, and they were hauling like ten, fifteen girls a night in, and the community finally said, "Come on." Like you know, you're 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 earmarking these resources to to bust strippers that aren't prostituting, that aren't selling drugs, that are just giving lap dances. Like I think our resources are better served by you know patrolling the streets and trying to get the real bad guys out there. So it lasted about maybe a maybe six to eight months, and then it just went away. I don't even. I think I, I think I don't even know that it's even a, a law anymore. Is it, Lummy? I'm looking it up right now. It doesn't look like it is a law anymore. Yeah. So Bob Buckhorn hated me. He's he's the mayor at the time that we tried to purchase the Jackson house. And he, he quickly, like, I think, let me, we even have some uh, audio of him calling me an idiot. Yes. And e- internal emails of him calling me a buffoon and an idiot, maybe even a fat ass. Hmm. And he was bound and determined not to let me have this. And so he can't deny the sale per se. But we come in to close. We are literally, Steve's like, listen, as soon as you get off your show at 11 o'clock, meet me at, you know, our, our at Adams and Diaco. We're closing. Like, we're closing on this property today with the family. The title company's all there. You know, like, you know, you know how closings are, Dan. Like, we're yes. going to do it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of moving parts that have to be all coordinated. And we had to have the city's approval. So the city at 1030 sends Jay over. Um, their uh, conditions of approval, and it was just the most unfair, ridiculous. They're like, okay, and we had to submit our construction plans, and we had to submit our timeline on getting things done. We had to submit our partners that we were dealing with. We had to submit the five law firms that we were dealing with. You know, we had a lot of things we had to submit. Well, we gave estimated time frames. Okay, we think we'll have the foundation shored up by, and, you know, uh, for, and, and four months. And we think at that point we'll start coming in and structurally redoing all the the, the I-beams and, you know, all that kind of deal. Not good enough. No. Nope. So they said, okay, that's all fine. But the minute, if if you are, if let's say, you know, Dan, we said June, we, June 10th is going to be the day we have our foundation done. They were going to fine us. $500 a day every day after our deadline. Well, everybody knows that job sites can give, can be changed by weather, mm-hmm. supply issues, you know, just like I mean, you can't lay you can't lay concrete when it's when it's raining. And it's Florida. And, Good luck. And, I mean, right. So like if you have a structural hard date of June 10th and you have your last, I don't know, 40, 50 yards of concrete to lay, and it rains for three straight days, well, your June 10th deadline might get pushed back to June 17th. It's usually not a problem in normal construction. It's not. It's usually not a problem. Now, if you go on years and years and, and you're, you're working for the DOT and the state of Florida, but the, really the, the city had nothing to do with this. They didn't own it. And, and it, it, you know, but no, it was absolutely outrageous that they put their neck into it so much because so, they really they didn't own it. They had no financial interest in it. The reason they were being draconian is because they want it. Well, here's they the want deal. the land. Here's they the want to they want to eminent domain it. And then so the Jackson House 
having been in disarray for a, at that point almost 20 years. Years, years, at, at decades. That, at that point when we tried to buy it in 2011, it'd been it'd been dilapidated for nearly 20 years. Yep. And had continued to rack up fines uh you know because the city had to put a fence around it and it just you know the city issues you you know can you, you have to get it up to code and things like that well the the Morris family or whoever owned it at the time had racked up like fifty one thousand dollars of fines and so in the eleventh hour at ten thirty thirty minutes before we're gonna close Bob Buckhorn comes up with five hundred dollars a day uh, penalty for every day you don't meet your timeline and you must clear up the $51,000 in fines. Meanwhile, the city attorney had told us that they were going to waive the fines because we're doing something good, you know, right? Like we're going to do something, you know, and we start with a clean slate. And so we're like, we can't, we can't, we, there's, there's no way we can sign that contract. There's no way that that we're that we're gonna send that, that we're gonna sign that contract, and so they screwed us. They absolutely screwed us, and it's been dilapidated. And ever since, ever since, it's, it's for for, yep. for thirteen years now. We had it was going to take us thirty six months, a little bit longer than normal construction, just because we were relying on trades that you know were, were going to donate their time. A lot of our construction was going to be on the weekend. And it was going to take three years. We had a 36-month. So what we tried it, what, it, when did we try it? In, in 2011 or 12? About that, yes. So by 15, by 2015, we would have had, Jack, the Jackson House would have been restored, been, been a museum, and helping African Americans legally now going on nine or ten years had they just sold it to us. No, but the Democratic mayor des- destroyed the plans, summarying the whole project, and is as for a has, personal vendetta. For a personal vendetta, and instead of and helping the African American the African American community in that area, they have just completely spit in their face, kept this eyesore there, have prevented anyone else from doing anything good because they want the land. They don't want it to be. They don't want it to be restored. They want the land so they can sell it, take eminent domain, or make it parking garages or some other crap that we don't need more of downtown. Here is, uh, oh, of course, I got to get the pre-roll. Really, sorry about that. But they don't. They they, they don't even mention me in this article. The only think. place people like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Ray Charles, and James Brown could stay when they visited Tampa. The historic black boarding house known as Jackson House, though, has sat dilapidated for years downtown. However, efforts to restore it may now be getting closer to becoming reality. Fox 13's Jordan Bowen with us now. Jordan spoke today to the foundation who's leading that restoration effort. Uh, We've been covering this for a couple of years. Their hope is to eventually turn it into a museum, right? Yeah, that's right, Chris. And they hope to do that. But Dan, they're going to turn it into a museum, but they weren't going to do. I mean, museum doesn't do anything to the African-American community. Nope. Just makes parking more difficult. Right. (laughs) Before it's too late, the house is in such bad condition, the restoration architect has said it couldn't survive a major storm. There are still some roadblocks. Let me see if, see if you can find me the article when I'm going to buy it. I mean, the video, if you can, okay? Yeah, I've been trying to look in a way that could take some time to overcome, but the foundation says this is the closest they've ever come to restoring it. Ella Fitzgerald, Martin Luther King Jr., James Brown, and Ray Charles, all of them relied on Jackson House. It was the only place visiting African Americans could stay. 
It's all thanks to the Jackson family who opened up their home. That was their focus. How do we provide uh, economic opportunity for our family that will benefit the city? The home sits at 851 Zach Street, right on the outskirts of downtown Tampa. Today, it's fenced off and barely standing with rotting boards and shattered windows. Inside, support beams have been added to keep it intact. This house rebuilt provides for young people self-esteem, encouragement, knowledge of who they are, who they can be, and where they can go, and how they can do it as a community, as a team together. Isn't it a wonder, uh, isn't it unbelievable, Dan, how I get painted as such the prick and the bad guy? They're not even talking about the fact that I, that me and your family tried to buy this 10 years ago. Well, that would be giving the other side some credit. So That's what we're you know, trying to do, do now. Carolyn Collins with the Jackson House Foundation has been working to restore it, but it hasn't been easy. The building needs easements on both sides to meet the fire code and maintain historical preservation. It would mean taking 10 to 15 feet of land from the neighboring parking lot owned by 717 Parking. Something the big deal. 10 to 15 do you, do you know how much? Do you know how much that guy is worth, the 717? Like millions and millions. He bought all that property downtown in the late 90s. And it's gone up about five times in value. So him shaving and, and, off and all he does ten feet is charged for parking. It's all he does, and he's he's a tang guy, uh-huh. and it's it's borderline it's borderline Extortion. organized crime the way it's run. No, and he is draconian, and he's not going to shave off his ten feet because he doesn't care. We're waiting on it, and we're, I think, closer than we've ever been before. Because at one point, it looked like it was going to be no, no, no. And then we got some, well, let's see if we could do it this way. And we're back to, okay, let's go to the table and see what we can yeah, do. Well, how so about, far, the foundation has raised how about, about in 2011 when, there were, when we had a, 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 an actual buyer, buyer's contract? $3 million to pay for the restoration, which will cost around two point. They've ra- Dan, they've raised, somebody's clipping here. They've raised two point five million bucks. I think Jeffrey Vinnick put a hundred, uh, put a put a million in. He put one point six million in. Five million dollars. Like Colin says, some, it'll but, cost uh, another one point six million dollars to make it into a museum. Uh, my, if they can't get seven one seven parking to agree Jesus. to the easement, there is another option for rest. What's, what are you, you going to say, Dan? They don't need an easement to finish the restoration. You don't need an easement. That thing was already on a property with an easement. All it's right. just it's just got to be grandfathered into the current. Or easement. you get with the seven one seven guy and say, listen, I need ten feet. Or you give it to someone and say, you know what, sell me, you know, rent me a month enough so I can put parking in here. Just rent it to me. Okay? And, you know, and and, and, and we would have bought it through my 501c3. It's a tax write-off. So it's already turning into a $4 million project, Bubba. We could have done this thing for half a million bucks we, or we, less. We had it budgeted for six fifty, including purchase price, which right. has been five. It would have, half it was, a million plus the purchase, pretty right. much. Right, it was one hundred eight thousand plus five hundred thousand restoration, but it would likely cost more. We believe they're going to do it, and if not, we're going to build it without the easement, making the adjustments uh, that we really do not want to make. And we did make attempts to get in touch with 717 Parking for comment, but our calls went unanswered. Cohen says the foundation is back to doing the regularly scheduled meetings after a brief pause and says she's confident they'll have plans or finalized come July. So we should keep you guys posted on what happens here. It sounds like they've moved them from no, no, no to maybe so. Let's make it happen. So that's a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Again, you know, they're going to just drag their feet, take their pictures, pat themselves on the back and nothing's going to get done and they're going to blow three four million dollars of wasted money for a dead end it's not going to happen because there's too many too many clowns trying to coordinate this shock jock bubba the love sponge pulls 
the plug on the plan to renovate uh, the Jackson House, Roaming House in downtown because of city-imposed deadlines and expenses. Hold on here. Boom. Let me great find on this. Hold on. Bubba the Love Sponge pulled the plug today on his plan to buy and renovate the historic Jackson Rooming House in downtown Tampa. Our Brendan McLaughlin was there for the announcement. And Brendan, why the change of heart here? Well, Jameson, Todd Clem, known as Bubba to his radio audience, said the city of Tampa imposed unreasonable deadlines and expenses on his proposal to restore the Jackson House, so he's out. He also claimed city officials, including the mayor, were determined to see him fail. That's here? Yeah. This isn't any of us, by the way. Good job, ABC. Good job, ABC. <laughs> well, we have uh, $8,000 of fines that have to be paid uh, and just gave me some outrageous demands that I can't meet. The Jackson Rooming House put up African-American visitors to Tampa during the time of segregation, many of whom went on to fame and fortune. But the city says they now have to make sure the building is made structurally secure. Look how much better the building looked back then. Yeah. Before it falls down on the right of way. Look at I mean, like, for real. Mm -hmm. That's why we were able to do it. That's why we were able to fix it for a half a million bucks. Because it was... causing damage or injury. How much time are you willing to give him to do that? We said we'd give him six months, which is what he asked for. But we also said that we need benchmarks and we need to know when things are going to happen. City Attorney Julia Mandel says many of the requirements were well known to all parties long before Monday and everything was negotiable. If you don't like this, tell us what you will live with. As for the code violation... Look how nice that... I mean, look. It looks like people are still being able to go in it. I mean, they still had chairs. It was up. habitable. It had intact windows. It was sealed off from the outside. Right. It was still. It was still a structure that was viable to restore. Right. In fines, Mandel says most could be waived after the improvements are made, but the root of the disagreement may be the animosity between Mayor Bob Buckhorn and the area's dominant radio personnel. Exactly. At least exactly. they got it right. Buckhorn famously called Bubba quote a complete moron in an email made public <laughs> in 2012. Bubba then threatened political revenge. Unfortunately, Brendan, I think this has turned into a kind of a personal vendetta. Bubba went on to suggest that Bob Buckhorn is ignoring the black voters who supported his election and that he may have designed... L- look how that's nice. <laughs> Dan, look at that. I know. That's dude. what it looked like then? When that's what it looked like, yeah, when Steve, and when Steve yes. was ready to stroke that check. It's what it looked like. Oh. A national news story and if they, somebody fixed it up like and, that nowadays. And they... Let this happen. Yep. The city of Tampa was so blinded by their hatred to you that they completely shot themselves and shot the African-American community in the foot by not letting this happen. And instead of making a project that was super viable, could have been done probably in a year, they've let this drag out for 11 years, created a four to five times more expensive problem. Yeah. And it's still not going to happen because they want that land. It's They're not going to let this go forward. They want the land. They're going to start giving this you know what BS they want? You want they want? easement argument. You know what they want? More parking. No. Yes. <laughs> but they want a big ass storm to finally do it in. Oh, yeah. And then the, and then they're out clean. Right. You they're know hoping for a hurricane. Right. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have their little undercover guys going in the in the middle of the night with some saws. They're they're undercover big reds going in there and cutting <laughs> cutting foundation you know, I-beams and stuff, so making it that less structurally sound so that when a 40-mile-an-hour whip-up Willie comes up, that thing's down. Mm-hmm. Not for a downtown ballpark or other project. The mayor declined to comment, but... Uh, These are the same mayors who are targeting black kids on bicycles. These are the same mayors that have done nothing to improve the African-American community 
in Tampa and the outskirts of downtown. The only thing they've done to help the African-Americans in, in Tampa is restored parts of Seminole Heights. Look, Other than that, they've turned their faces and the turned porch. their heads against them. Look at well, the porch. It's and gorgeous. it's a good thing we got all that super expensive housing where the projects used to be. I mean, that's helping a lot of people out as well. Yeah. yeah. His office said those claims were baseless. Bubba the Love Sponge, meanwhile, maintains his effort all along has been sincere. This is not a PR stunt. This is not a shock jock deal. We're not trying to burn any Korans. We're not trying to get any type of news. <laughs> Stuff we used to do. We're trying to do something right, and he thwarted it all. All we needed was for the city to be proud of this project and to work with us. Bubba's other big announcement was this. Assuming the property will now be demolished, he and his investors say they're going to pay the owner, Willie Robinson, $100,000. That's the appraised value of the property and pay for the demolition costs. Yeah, well. Hey, you ever seen a wealthy person? Or Hold on. No. no, no. Dad. <laughs> yeah, I see one every day. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were going to, at that point, they called him Bulldozer Bob. And, you know, Bob Buckhorn had publicly said that he wants to knock it over. And we were going to say, okay, you screwed us over, but we'll pay for the de you know, demolition fees nonetheless to help the guy out. Well, instead, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. We're not going to demo it. We're just going to keep move kicking this can down the road. This and, and, and what happens if it does fall over and the $3.5 million that's been collected, where does that go? Does, does Jeffrey Vinnick get his $1.5 back? Like if this whole project gets scrapped? What happens? No. Where does that money go? Back. It just goes into the, you know, abyss of charitable donations. Just like where all the Red Cross money went for Haiti. It goes into nowhere land. Yeah, where did all the Red Cross money for Haiti uh, go? Well, where well, all Haiti's the BLM donations do for the for the for the charitable foundation BLM. I mean, you see what happened then. They she paid her brother over a million dollars for security. They took personal loan they took personal bought how many houses? Bought a LA. bunch of houses. They just lived off that money. They gave nothing to the African American community. Aren't they do, aren't so they what they did was they, they used the African American community. They stoked white shame and white guilt to to generate millions and millions of dollars of, of of contributions and all they did was steal from the corporation and the organization and lived high and fat themselves for years under the auspices of of ignorance oh i didn't know what the law was and i am running for mayor in three and a half years woo. i am i'm just gonna go ahead and declare myself right now and dan i'm gonna have to move in the to the carriage house uh, about a year before deal uh, because yeah, I have we to have a the railings. Be in the... right you, uh, safe I'm gonna have to, that's going to be my permanent residency uh, it's got its own address yeah it, it does mm -hmm. really is mm -hmm. it is it just uh, sweet B mm -hmm. it's got a, it's got a really weird address off of Adam Street no it's not even no oh, don't oh. even say Bayshore say something else I can, I, I'm going to be living on it I'm going to be living on Adam Street yeah oh cool. <laughs> Be part of the Adams family, and I and I'm going to be like, hey man, I'm 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 going to run my whole campaign on, hey I this the way the city has treated this uh, Jackson House is the same way they've treated African Americans and other good people of this town. They don't care right. they about you. It's all special interest ran by three or four people. It's a joke. This town is a joke. We're going to highlight you, put you in this little square, and then ignore you. Yeah. It's just keep a you down. Joke. Tampa's keep, a joke. They've been doing to the black the, the black community in Tampa what they've done to the Jackson House. They've put a, they put a, a big shining light on it and they let it rot. <laughs>
bother with broadcasting excellence when you can have broadcasting decadence instead? <laughs> the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Bubba, 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 Bubba. All day, every day. I'm an FTE. Full tractor effect. You're my savior. I listen to it in the morning and the night. It keeps me awake all night driving that big rig down the road. Bubba the Love Sponge. We love you, brother. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. You missed a Craig and Amy Lummy when you were gone, so I thought I'd get them for you. Thank you. Cash App, Venmo, PayPal at The Bubble Army, or you could just go to our YouTube, which is at The Bubble Army, and watch all our videos. That didn't cost you nothing. Subscribe, get notifications. Again, that's free. And watch some of the cool stuff. That puts a few little dollars in our pockets. Thanks. Appreciate it. Monday, visually, of course, terrestrially, Florida Man Radio, Fort Walton Beach, Phoenix, Melbourne, Orlando, Tampa. Uh, you'll be able to hear us terrestrially uh, at your leisure. AM 820 here in Tampa. The big gorilla, the big ape. <laughs> but you can also get us on Bubba Army Radio, the Bubba Army app, the TuneIn app. Uh, but also, uh, we'll be live visually on uh, Facebook and on, I'm sorry, on YouTube and on Rumble only. Both at the Bubba Army. Again, both at the Bubba Army. YouTube and Rumble only. We will then figure out where the after shows go. Right, Lummy? Something like that. Yes. Creatine Travis said he's good with bringing some uh, 14 Sear uh, R38. Yes. Okay. Uh, continuing the uh, the Andrew Tate stuff, uh, I think this guy is completely uh, getting railroaded. And, uh, you know, so he's a bad boy. Since when's it been illegal to be a bad boy? Now, again, I, I, I can't get into necessarily the charges. Uh, you know, I, I hope that the judicial system, wherever he gets tried at, is far more fair than this interview. Because <laughs> hmm. this interview sucks. This woman sucks. Police, to worry about you by name. That's what I'm asking you it's about. It's not what I said. It's about what you have said that has caused such concern in the UK. And I want to put it to you that... What? Again, spoken word shouldn't be illegal. You don't really care about the harm it caused. That's not causes true. Because That's not true. making controversial statements like this online has made you a lot of money. I've made a lot of money making controversial... I got fined $755,000 by the U.S. government, the largest one-time single FCC violation. Word. And, and, and they're not hemming me. Well, I guess they did hem me up. Yeah. Okay, so first thing, I genuinely am a force for good in the world. You may not understand that yet, but you will eventually. And I genuinely believe I'm acting under the... Is he tall? Yeah. Six, instruction of God six, to do two, good three. things. And I want to make the world a better place. I genuinely believe my legacy is a good legacy. And I believe that eventually, when the legacy media catches up, they're going to understand I'm a good, positive influence. I'm not interested in damaging the world for money. Because if I was interested in damaging the world for money, I could have sold drugs. Or I could make rap music and encourage everyone to stab each other like all the drill artists do. Or you could make controversial statements online that attract a lot of followers who you then direct to your web... Again, what's, he makes an interesting point, the fact that what's the difference between the crazy stuff that he says online that attracts a lot of followers or... Uh, a rap guy that sells, you know, 10 million uh, downloads or streams or or out. Or, or, Talking about popping caps in people's Popping asses. caps and, you know, having, uh, you know, having sex with hoes and baby mamas and shooting. Uh, just like, it, there's, there's no difference. It's art. It's art. It's art and entertainment is what it is. Website. I could have a cult. He's not Jim Jones. He's not having anybody drink any Kool-Aid. 
Please. Where they pay I could make to joke. learn how this to... This has to be the dumbest bitch I've ever seen. Be sure. like you. I mean, I could, make, I could make jokes online. Who doesn't? I mean, I could make a joke. Yeah, jokes are funny. Jokes, kid. Yeah. Are you online. saying that all the controversial things you've said are jokes? No, I'm saying that these organizations and the BBC who are going to sit here and pretend that I am the face of damaging the youth is absolutely garbage. It's Remember the- when they tried to do that to Marilyn, M- Marilyn Manson and they tried to do it to Dee Snyder? Remember, they actually oh, had, after, uh, they, uh, they actually brought D, oh, D, yeah. they actually brought D Snyder up on in front of Congress. That was after Columbine, wasn't it? Well, D Snyder, I think, was before. Did they have songs about shooting up schools? Or? No. Well, I don't know when D Snyder was. If it was before or after Columbine, but Marilyn Manson had you know some songs that were controversial, and D Snyder you know had like an anti you you know. We're not going to take it, and it just it, and they and they actually we've been through this little spat, but it was about twenty years ago, okay. where we would bring up you know rock artists and things like that in front of Congress and try to hem them up on their lyrics, and it's and art. get them blamed for yeah, and, like and, and, violence on the streets. Well, that's where the explicit label started. It actually oh. started with Luther Campbell <laughs> and the Two Live Crew on oh. "Pop That Pop That Kitty," "Pop Pop That Kitty," huh? And Luther Campbell got, I don't know how many millions of dollars he lost in legal fees defending himself. And then they at all, it finally, you know, art prevailed nonetheless. But you just needed that explicit label. And they just, they came up, they're like, okay, listen, we can't, we can't hem you up on lyrics necessarily. So that's but a free we, speech deal. But, but we can make your album have to have, you know, these explicit <laughs> warnings. Uh, 33 years ago, D. Snyder single-handedly humiliated Congress uh, for the whole world to see. Let me. Is there? Is yeah, there? Right there oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nice so, hair. so Anna, we, Anna, we've had, we've had, you know, our spout of this, so to speak, sure. um, and continue to. And D's a D's a friend of mine. I know. Committee is having hearing on censorship with the PMRC and wanted to know if I would come and speak. Now, my view of it when I heard it was. They want me to carry the flag into battle. Hell yeah. Braveheart, baby. Braveheart wasn't even out, but that sort of mentality. Give me the fucking flag, man. Oh. Let's go. Yeah. I knew that they were, like everybody else, grossly underestimating me. I knew that they viewed me as, as- just some dumb rocker. They didn't realize. Is he from Jersey or something? Yeah, he is. And, oh, they, really? and they didn't re- they, they, but, they, but they just thought he was the, the personality that they see on stage, some rock guy who gets high till. You know, and passes out in a ditch, and then they they just wake up right before the show. But really, he's a very, very well-spoken, intelligent guy. He really is. And he handed their ass to him. That's just another dunderheaded rocker. Yep, that's all they thought. And they would bring me in, make me look like a fool, and I would help their cause. They did not know. And I think, Lummy, he owned them. Yeah, but I can construct a sentence and speak English fluently. And I'm there in my cut-off denim, my yeah. skin-tight jeans, my snakeskin boots, and a little bit of eye makeup left. On and, the you know, Anna, he, I mean, he kind of over-the-topped it just because it was a dog and pony oh, show. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So what he, year is this, sorry? Uh, this is 33 years ago. So, let me, when, when, what year well, was Well, th- this article was written a little, but it says 1985. All so, right. this was 85. I don't think you were even born yet, were you? No. I'm 87. And my big hair. And I ain't getting dressed up for nobody. You were in your dad's ball sack. <laughs> sure was. Half. I'm a dirt bag and I'm proud. And I play these people like. He know, is. I mean, oh, I mean, he you know, plays. Mentally, I'm setting these guys up for the kill. I remember I, I was in Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, when, 
And, and he, I remember watching it on MTV News, and not a lot of the news media on it wouldn't cover it because he owned them so bad. Like a lot of, like a lot of, you know, major uh, uh, news outlets. And at that time, there was only three or four. I don't even think Fox was around yet. I think it was CBS, ABC, and NBC. Maybe with a UPI and an API kicker. A lot of them didn't even cover it because he owned them so bad. I have got my space. That's a perm, in that right? Pocket, yeah. Which I have worked on for a few weeks and honed and refined till it's a freaking nuclear weapon. Fold it up like a gazillion times, like a bad kid bringing his homework to school. Yeah. You know, I open it up and I'm flattening it out on the table. Really delivered. And they're going. Hey, so I had a beef with D back in the day because I replaced him in Hartford. And then when I went on Howard, Howard and him were good friends, and they Howard was always looking for conflict. Sure. So and so when I would go up there and do a week worth of, I had to go up there and do a week worth of radio every like eight weeks. He arranged for me to come in on the morning show and have a like a debate with with D, and we didn't like each other. And by the end of the by the end of the day, we were a couple little bitches for each other. We're like, man, we're pretty like we end up being each other's friends. And I was like, gonna. You know, like I was trying to be Johnny Hardass. That's when I was in shape too, Lummy, like yeah. two, 260, 250. You ready to jacked fight him? up, and I was ready to. I was thinking, I, I, you know, I was really thinking I was going to fight him, and then I sized him. He's a big dude, he's six one. It oh says. yeah, Anna, like he's a bit like I. I don't know if I would have been on the uh, on the on the, the good side on, on the good end of that deal. I mean, D. I'm just going to be honest with you. D might might have handed my okay. fat ass to me, and I and I and I remember telling Brent. Hey Brent, we might want to change position. We were in the green Baby room. Face we it. were in the green room, and we and D walked by. I go, Hey Brent, have you seen how big he is? Plus, Ani, he had his he like looks his, big though. But plus, he had his rock boots on too, so he was. Oh, he had an extra he was like six inches. five. <laughs> you know, and, and and I was like, we might want to just kind of like you know. Well, I don't know if you could take six one, but you probably take six one in heels. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's just a he's just a he's a he's a good dude. He's a real good dude. Yeah, he seems hey, like uh, it. Hey, hey, Lummy, reach out to D and let's see if we can kind of have him on. All right. Yeah. But, oh man, this guy. This is a lamb being brought to the slaughter. Oh yeah, and these politicians, man, they thought, oh my God, we're gonna own. Was it this a specific dude. song? Since I oh, it was. Uh, I don't know if it was. We're not gonna take it or. And I'm sorry, they were trying to pin what on him precisely? Just you know, a bad message to youth. You oh, know, but it wasn't like a specific event. He's poisoning our youth. Yeah, just yeah, you know, it was the satanic panic. It was just same umbrellas, all that other the stuff. Tip, it was uh, the group that Tipper Gore. Oh, they're set up. singing in all these rock songs, sexual Sat- lyrics. And Sat- yeah, satanic panic. Uh, I didn't you know. know if it was like a specific event. No, no. Okay. You seem to be the only person addressing this committee today who has been a direct target of accusations from the presumably responsible PMRC. I would like the PMRC were like the parents. Parent, Parent. Uh, Parents Music Resource Center. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Alexa, what was the PMRC? From Loudwire.com. The PMRC, or the Parents Music Resource Center, was founded in 1985 by a group of women including Tipper Gore with the intention of increasing parental control over children's consumption of music. Yeah. Anna, like what country do we live in? Really? Mm-hmm. For real? I'd like mm-hmm. to use this occasion to speak on a more personal note and show just how unfair the whole concept... Some some, some stupid group that the vice president's wife put together, all just so, to, you know, watch me, watch myself. ...of lyrical interpretation and judgment can be, and how many times this can amount to little more than character assassination. And I am just tearing apart everything that they've accused me of, disproving without 
beyond a shadow of a doubt that everything they've accused me of has been wrong, false, and they are scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. Um. They were saying that Under the Blade was about sadomasochism and bondage. It was about my guitar player's throat operation. It's not uh, really a, uh, a wild a leap of the imagination to jump to the conclusion that that's about something other than uh, surgery or hospitals, uh, neither of which are mentioned in the song. No, it's not a wild jump, and I think uh, I, what I said at one part was that songs allow a person to put their own imagination, experiences, and dreams into the lyrics. Uh, people can interpret it in many ways. Uh, Ms. Gore was looking for sadomasochism and bondage, and she found it. Someone looking for surgical references would have found it as well. <laughs> ah, love call, it. Call her a, a strictly McNasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, you know, I can't help that Tipper Gore's got a dirty mind, and, and Al Gore just, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Al Gore flipped out. Really jumped over the table. They were saying, we're not going to take it. It should be on the Filthy 15 for violence. And it was no more violent than the Declaration of Independence. The filthy 15. The filthy <laughs> 15. Back to the Tate deal here. This is what he's going through right now, though. Now, set aside the potential criminal stuff. Mm-hmm. Set aside that. You can't merge the two. You can't. Let's talk about if this if this old block rocking, no makeup wearing, Ozempic face bitch, uh-huh. Great Britain bitch, bad teeth. She's probably hot like want, twenty years ago. Wants to talk to him about specifically the charge charges that these seven women that have levied against him, which I I I can't form an opinion because I have not seen the complaint or any or any evidence. But mm-hmm. it sounds like kind of a screw job. It sounds like a yeah. It sounds like a hey. This guy's now popular, and he had us over, you know, a year ago, and he's got some money now. Let's shake him right down to zero. Sounds like that to me. Uh, but it would set that aside. And but to to tell to have an interview with this guy and try to hold him accountable for his his opinions that he's that he has said or broadcast or tweeted, being a bad influence on anybody for that matter, anybody. Uh, is is nonsense. Like, it's absolutely, like, what year are we in? I mean, like, we're going backwards. We're going backwards with regards to, you know, art and freedom of expression. I mean, let me, if I tell you, hey, let me, today when you go home, I want you to drive 150 mile an hour and go right head into a bridge. Okay. I don't really mean it. You shouldn't do it. You should be smart enough to realize that I'm just being... Over the top. When I say things, I don't mean them. I lie. Completely disingenuous. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of my greatest statements at all. When I say things, I don't mean them. I lie. I'm an entertainer. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. When I say things, I don't mean them. I lie. I'm an entertainer. That's what entertainers do. We dance, my friend. Jokes. Hyperbole. It makes you and money. The reason, in fact, I've seen thousands and thousands of comments and have endless emails from women. Praising doesn't the it fact, worry you? Praising the fact that their sons are listening to me. Does it not praising worry you? The, fact that the things I'm saying, does it not worry you? It would worry. It would you worry. Not I, I wish my son would listen to him. Mm. Man oh. up a little bit. And about it your would, influence. It would worry me if I was genuinely damaging the world. But for you to sit here and say, Andrew, you've become the most Googled man in the world. You have billions of views. And one woman, one, is now saying that her husband is I not the same man she wants you. him to be. When thousands and thousands of people are saying the opposite... Well, then I would say that I've that's... presented you with case after case after case, with quote after quote after quote of people who are genuinely concerned about the impact you're having, and you brush it off as if it's nothing. No. It what... is nothing. In the overall scheme of, his, of, of, of how big his following is, 
It is nothing. You're 15 to 20 excerpts of some stupid people that don't understand how what Alex, uh, Alec, uh, 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 Andrew. Andrew Tate's shtick is and how he rolls and, and the character that he plays and, and, the, and, the, and, and the swagger that he's trying to, you know, just hits the whole shooting match of Andrew Tate because 20, 30, 40 people that you've been able to handpick don't like him. How about, literally, how about the percentage of people that do? Right, the millions and and hundreds of millions that say hell yeah, hustler. What you have done is come here with an agenda. You've cherry picked, bitch. Get out of here, out of my house. Come here with loaded questions. You've come here with things taken out of context. You come here with things that you don't understand are satirical, and then you're going to also. I say- think I'm going to start being meaner hmm. and being like more like him. I think maybe that's what we need. He's not mean. And say that one woman said that her boyfriend changed when he watched one of your videos. And, and then I don't know what Satirical, you expect me to say to that. sarcastic, and jokes. No, That's how you explain no, the comments that, you make. No, for you yeah, to- uh, yeah, yeah. You know what, bitch? You got one thing right today. That. That's what he should say. <sighs> you got one thing right today, other than showing your ass out uh, yourself or having my bodyguards escort you out of here. That's exactly how I roll. Those three things you just said. That's the only thing that that's the only smart thing that's come out of that hole of yours that you call a mouth, you gutter mouth bitch. Oh, sorry. Just sit down. You- Bubba Tate. <clears throat> you like to apologize for any of them. Uh, for you to sit down. And for, for you to sit down. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's easy. For you to sit down and say that one woman said that her boyfriend watched an Andrew Tate video and now he won't do the dishes. Schools. Or, or whatever your, your schools, argument is. Schools, I'm somehow the worst, most dangerous man in the world because I have a car. It's just disingenuous. If you actually watch the things I say, if you actually watch my comments about women, I've done long... Instead of taking, taking short little things out of context, I think he's going to say I've done long-form monologues about pro-women. Podcast for hours long about females, talking about protecting for them, providing for them, how I believe a woman should be treated in a relationship. I've done all of this. Yeah, uh, this is ridiculous. Now, again, uh, I'd like to see the other stuff. Sure. That they've, that they, that they're, talk to the guy about that. <clears throat> That's what you talk to him about. You don't talk to him about one dude who's a pussy and 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 his girlfriend's now reporting back which it's Sophia I guess it could be some fake Sophie. bitch so be some fake bitch it's reporting back that after having watched the Andrew Tate show or whatever the hell he watched from and that is that her that her boyfriend no longer wants to do the dishes <laughs> that's ridiculous what are we back in 1986 D Snyder with a with a Marilyn with a Marilyn Manson kicker give me a break get out of here bitch uh, don't forget Monday. Only way you're going to be able to watch us, watch us, watch ourselves, is on Rumble and YouTube. We're paring it all down. We thought more was better, but Lummy had a big ass Zoom call with a ret kicker and the ginger and Lummy, along with the person that they talked to. No, Macho uh, was listening in too. Yeah. Macho, do you yeah. do do you agree? I mean, can you put down the barbells and and and, and <laughs> or do you agree with with this with this reasoning? His mic isn't on. Oh, I'm sorry. What I the guy you. said made sense. Yeah. All right, perfect. That's all I needed. Thank you, Mike. He's not part of the solution. He's part of the problem. It's Bubba the Love. What's going on? Congratulations.
decision. There's no remorse and no regret associated with anything they do. You are refreshingly valuable. Ten minutes ago, it was never bring this up on the air. Well, Guys, I'm telling you right now, I don't want to talk about I'm it I'm just going to tell you, we have a rat problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my baby. Stop, set bait, and listen. listen. Rats are calling and they're on a mission. mission. Stealing food daily and nightly. Open up the fridge, one tried to bite me. Will I get caught? I don't know. Turn off the lights, it's a rat chateau. The kitchen looks like it was hit by vandals. Bringing food to work is a gamble. Splat! When the traps go boom, the AC vents will be their tomb. Rat problem, Big Red's gonna solve it. They found his Hall of Fame bust and mauled it. Mice, mice, baby. I got traps up, I got glue traps up. Mice, I got Big Red on the deal. I got the merch crick on the deal. They're so good that they can get in and get out and not get smashed. Yeah, they get smart. Over the traps, they're hopping. In the kitchen cabinets, they leave dropping. Bubba can't hide it. There's no faking. If you leave food out, it'll get taken. Ozempic makes him eat less, but the rats ate his weight in Cheez-Its. Chewed through Jay's microphone wire. When he tried talking, it started a fire. Filthy. They came from the dumpster. Now they're in the studio drinking Monster. Love me. Thinks they can be tame. He already gave each one of them names. It's hard for him not to form a bond. There's more rats in the walls than fish in the pond. The goat report is fun on Sunday. Now they resort to Mousetrap Monday. So we got rats. And, and <laughs> they're eating the cheeses and ketchup packets. They eat all of your Nutter Butters. Two oh cases of Nutter Not that you would eat them anymore. How do they eat two cases of Nutter my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. 
Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Yes. But I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Uh-oh. Because you are, um, you know, you get inside your own head a lot. Yeah. I mean, well, your whole life is like you inside Are you of kicking your... me off the after show? How did you know? I don't know. Brian's here, and you're like, will you be here for the after show? Promise to be here. I really want you to stay. I'm like, uh-oh. He's trying to kick me off for whatever reason. Well, Why is that? Are you going to talk about sports? Are you going to talk about me? Well, <clears throat> wow. I think I... I I take back that you're in your own head. You're in my head, bitch. My yeah. God, Are you doing yes. Sports show with uh, Brian. No, I was thinking about because you know you, uh, you know, you you put you put in an extra show than we all do on Fridays. Yeah. And Brian's here, and I do want to. I do have some some sports to talk about. Uh, you know, and I feel I, like this is a trap. Well, no, because then if I accept to leaving, then it's like, oh, well, that was, you don't really want to stay, do you? No. I do want to stay. I love sports, but I love sports. No, I don't want you to stay. I'm telling oh. you, I'd like you to leave. <laughs> okay. Because I think you're going to be bored and you'd be better served, you know, working on other stuff or going home and, and, and taking a nap, enjoy living life, whatever, emptying the trash. I don't know. But, you know, like not having to be in here for an extra hour, bored off your mind because we're going to be probably talking about some sports. I was just going to give you the. Uh, the luxury of being able to leave, but I don't think you will leave because you're inside of your head and you think it's me messing with you. So I think I should just tell you to leave. I don't know how I feel right now. Well, I'm, I just don't, don't want you mad at me. I didn't, this isn't Oh, my I'm not doing. mad at you. Okay, good. I'm trying to give you some time. I'm just some, confused because I don't know what the right move is. The right move is saying, Bubba, absolutely. I... I no. don't. I don't want to sound too enthusiastic not to stay because that's also not the move either. No, but if I'm if I'm telling you that right. I have no problem with you missing today's after show at all, and it's my idea, 
then how can I ever hold that against you? This isn't a test. Yeah. We're Sometimes you that. forget things you say often, and then you get mad at people in the future okay, let me just, let me, <laughs> for following the directions of your past self. Let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Was I not the superest cool ever on two things? One, the additional time you requested off. Yes, that you were we, very, that we didn't very take kind. Off. Exactly. And then two, potentially when you might miss Monday. Yeah. Was I not super cool by that? You were super cool, but, uh, but again, we're, we're way I didn't want to take advantage this. of your coolness because I feel like that picks, piss you off. But we're way beyond that. We're way beyond that. All okay. Right. So what I'm saying is, yeah. if you'd like to, I, I think you should probably take today's after show off because you're just going to be sitting there like a bump on a log, bored off your mind. And I think that, you know, you what what's cooler than not have, what's cooler than, you know, getting, not having getting to off be, work early. Yeah. Get, what, what's cooler than getting off work early? I mean, it, it's super cool. Don't get me wrong, but again, I just don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right move is. The right move is to accept. I feel like my I've been ju- taking too much time off, so now it's making me anxious. No. I miss <clears throat> Thursday. I miss Friday. And you're going to swing the bat on whatever day you did that at the the Tarpons deal. You weren't here. I know, I know, but I missed it. Is I what I'm saying. And so listen. I'm missing everything. Just take take off after this. You know, today you're done at ten. And get, I mean, I literally, Anna, after you do all your whatever the things that you do, yeah. I would, I would be in Gus. I'd be, I'd be, I would be in Gus by no later than 10, 15, 10, 20. Maybe check the trash, do a little couple odds and ends. I did all that yesterday. And get to, okay, then. Just blast out of here. I'd have Gus started and warmed up at the last break. <laughs> Auto start, even though that's not a thing for my car. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like, you know, Listen. It, we're gonna, you know, we don't, we don't. Here, here, I'm gonna do it a little Can bit. Can I different. get it in writing that you're not mad at me if I leave? <clears throat> What's better than audibly? Oh, that's true because we have a recording. Hi, I'm Bubba the Love Sponge. I'm the president and CEO of this uh, Bubba Radio Network thingy. Uh, one of my employees is Anna, and we have a, a couple different facets of the show. We do one show for four hours, which is a morning uh, terrestrially syndicated show that's also heard on other district other other <clears throat> other platforms and then we do a one to two hour uncensored show that's considered the after show so we do two shows a day and our normal work day is like you know for anna is like five fifty five to like 12 30 or 12 that's anna's normal work day here would you not agree mm-hmm. okay well today i'd like i would like for her to take a little bit of time off and get out of the building by 10.05. Because we're going to do an after show that's mostly about sports. And she hates sports and just sits there like a bump on a log. I will not be mad at her. I will never bring it up. I will never throw it in her face. I will never use it against her uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, signed, Bubba, Todd, Allen, Clem, the love sponge. Thank you. <clears throat> so there you go. Thank you. I'll go home and practice DJing. Yeah, there you go. Use it as that. Honestly, because I haven't touched that thing in a minute, so I should probably yeah, get back on one to do. And here's the deal: you get to be you every once. I mean, once a month, once every six weeks, we're going to do the DJ hum sauce mm-hmm. on Bubba One Ninety Nines until it sucks. And if <laughs> if you ever pull out a suck, here's here's some ca- some case law for you to absorb. Okay. Some Bubba law. If you want me to revert back, revert back to the me being a little bit dick and mean to you, so yeah, you're afraid. Yeah. That that feels like home. Um, your first DJ hum sauce, you nailed it. You made good money. Oh it was, no, it was great. But with DJ hum sauce ever's not so good, then we I have the right to cancel DJ hum oh, sauce. Oh no, I I did too well on my first one. Well, no.
because now I, I don't know if I could ever live up to that. Bull crap. He went home the next two days and practiced, you would. You'd be All fine. Right. All right. <clears throat> so I'm giving you the after show off for you to go uh, practice Kay. for Friday. For tomorrow. Okay? Yep. In fact, mm-hmm. it's not even time. I'm not even giving you time off. I'm just reassigning from being on the air to practicing. To on, on the decks. On the, to, yeah, from being on the air to being on the decks. Okay. So make a video of yourself practicing content, please. Yeah, oh, yeah. That'd be great, too. She... Um, so <laughs> just saying content, uh, it's actually Bubba 199 with a Dan Diaco birthday kicker. Uh, did you hear Brian that his wife's going to be here? I heard it was mandated. If she's yeah. not here, he's not invited. Right. Well, I wonder if we should, door. I wonder if we should ever do a Bubba 199 around your birthday. When's your we, birthday? We wouldn't make any money. Was it February? Valentine's day. That's right. No, we wouldn't make any money. Lummy. Nope. They turn on In fact, us. you guys would probably lose money somehow yeah. to the deal. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be the it'd be the bubble one ninety nine that got it can't got us canceled. We, got, we get banned <laughs> right. in the middle of the show. So la- last, so you guys know Tuesday we were talking about pooping. I made this big poop caper here. Anna also sent me this uh, this story. Oh, yeah. uh, this story <laughs> about a guy who does artwork with his poop. Oh. Not his poop. <clears throat> it's cow manure. Oh, it is. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That makes it far less. I mean, it's still top. gross, but less. But I think cow it's actually ma- pretty good. I think cow manure isn't nearly as toxic smelling. I don't know. Isn't, oh, isn't cow no, bad. bad? Isn't cow manure more more organic than human manure? Why, why it's be better. It's better bad. fertilizer. Yes, because I think it has higher nitrogen in it or something like because that. Because they eat more. <clears throat> it's the grass. The grass. Yeah, but I don't know exactly why. I'm not. Yeah, well, you never notice they can't fertilize with human poop, but you can less fertilize so. with. Animal poop, right? I don't think fertil- fertil- fertilizer that they use for crops are human are is based out of human poop at all. No, uh-uh. uh-uh. Do they use? Well, don't they use? Doesn't the city of Milwaukee or something gr- trying grind up their poop and it's a very big, huge uh, fertilizer? That's yeah, I think we looked that up before. But we did look yeah. it up before. I mean, let me ask. Hey, Alexa. Can you use human poop for fertilizer? From calendaruk.co.uk. Human poo can be used as a compost to help fertilize soil so that crops can grow. The product is known as biosolids. This says uh, you have to process it a lot because otherwise... I just can't take it right out of your ass and and, and put it on my strawberries. Right, because it has disease-causing pathogens. Mm. And so it's got it's got unprocessed it. human feces cannot be used. Yeah, and mine, some of my poop. Oh, oh that was in God. Haiti. That was in Haiti. What do you mean? I think that's where we saw where they were like collecting poop and then using it to farm. No, they do it. In, they do it in Milwaukee though. Bubba's right. Okay, they but we did see. But they probably process the heck out yeah, of it. Yeah, they do. Not pretty good. I and mean, the art, the art, the art is good. I just wish you would have used brown paint instead of instead of poop. And let's face it, in Milwaukee, it's all just cheese curds and beer yeah. that's coming out of it. Anyways. All right, so this but guy. But why is he using feces? Like, that's there's paint. You don't have to use crap. Because, Brian, be guess what, Brian? Avant garde. He's not going to get a zillion clicks exactly. on a story that says this guy can draw you a real cool looking bull with brown paint, but he gets a zillion clicks when this guy can draw you a cool looking bull using that bull's poop.
right? Which yep. story do you answer? I guess you're right. Hello. Click bait, Willie. Let me hey, actually call give it, Brian a plus. Oh, you know what? Give Brian a plus one there because he actually succumbed to me. Instead of just being a dick and being combative, he actually was like, I guess you're right. Succumb to me. So let me give him a plus one. All right. Uh, hello. Hey, calling about the uh, human poo as fertilizer. Uh, I was in Mexico, did a bus ride from Mexico City to Tosco, which is up in the mountains, and then back down the other side of the mountain. Did you ever? Did you ever feel? Did you ever feel not safe? Like the cartel could could. could... Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! <laughs> and the the rules about driving and roads and such on these mountainous passages were non-existent. There were times that we could look over the side and see the remnants of vehicles that just didn't make it. Oh God! Uh, Why, why'd you but... do it there, uh, Captain Submarine? <laughs> it was actually a good time. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the adventure. I'll never get in a submarine or go up to space, though. So, uh, but that aside, one of the things that they told us in one of the many villages that we stopped in um, was be careful that all of these vendors, because they all fertilize the food that you're purchasing with human waste. Ooh. So, like, if you went into the market, when you, when, 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 when you went into the market, because each one of these little villages has a market and. You can buy, you know, whatever, you know, whether from beef jerky to probably, you know, asparagus to whatever. They're like, don't buy any anything because they use human poop to fertilize it. Oh, yeah. If it was something that was grown 100 percent guaranteed, they fertilized it with the family human poop, with the family poop. Uh, yeah, but they don't tell you not to eat it. That's not true. You have your, you, you have your water filtration system that they cleans it. Just don't eat no, it raw. That's Clean a it. big business, man. My 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 mom. I'm sure everyone in Mexico does. Stuff my like mom dogs. used to be the head of the Warsaw <laughs> Sewage Department. And when you buy it, and so each municipality has their own sewage department that takes the water, the reclaimed water, the you know what we what we flush and stuff, and actually, don't they, Brian, use a and I'm every almost every city and municipality has a sewage. Penetra- you know, uh, sewage lift station or, you know, department where they go ahead and re- and then they re- I think they usually use that for reclaimed water or something, yes. but they use it. They use it for something. Yeah, it's reclaimed water and it's, you know, they process it Irrigation. somewhat, but it's still not potable. Right. Uh, but but it's good for, you know, watering grass. Your lawn and washing your car and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's why you can't drink water out of the hose anymore because it's, you know, old man fire, you know, it's. It's 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 not necessarily the cleanest. Anyway, buddy, thanks. Appreciate it. Hey. Mexico uses human poop. Speaking yeah, of human is. poop, last, so <clears throat> Tuesday night, I think I I think I uh, talked about how I got up at eleven like eleven thirty eight. Yes. Tuesday night, <clears throat> I got to the gym about one thirty, and then I. Cause you're all messed up yesterday. Yeah, I was all messed up. Well, <clears throat> I got back on track yesterday. Good. Was actually sound asleep by like six thirty. Until really sleeping good too, because you know, wasn't tossing and turning, was just really sleeping good. And then at eight forty, no, eight forty. Now there's a good side and a bad side to this. Okay. Very rarely have I been have I have I woke having to poop. You you know like that's a very that, that's you, a very your bowels odd, wake you up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I. I kind of have a little regiment and stuff, and and for I can't think. I mean, probably less than ten times in my entire life have my bowels, you know, woken you up, woke me up to poop. Bubba goes woke. So let me take that point. <laughs> <out of> that. <laughs> I couldn't help take that it. point away. Um, so uh. 
I get up at 8.40. I look at the clock. I'm thinking, okay, I got to poop bad, like bad. So I barely make it to the bathroom. I almost poop my pants. In fact, I have to check my underwear because yeah. I'm like, I can feel, I can feel like little, little, milk, an awful like, way to wake like up. little milk duds maybe possibly penetrating my ass cheeks. Probably wouldn't have been milk duds. Probably would have been a melted uh, milky way. Probably would have been like a Lincoln log. <clears throat> and so I can, I, I, I can literally feel it the minute I hit the toilet. I mean, it's there she blows. And, and I, and I, and I poop and I poop and I poop and I poop. And then I use, and, and then I use my little bidet, a little tushy gimmick that I got in my apartment. And, and I don't even wipe anymore, Brian. Did you know that? I just completely blow it. I use my bidet. I blow it all off with water. You like, did you like put a special filter on that? So it blows a little harder. You know, no. my, blows hard. my, my butt can hard. take the harder one. Let me tell you right now, just stock. That thing feels like I could cut glass. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I think so it's got a one through ten. I think it's got a one through ten setting. I'm, I can only get up to like five. You pansy! God, you're such a snowflake now. Back yeah. in the day, right, you could have handled the needle. I'll tell you this right now: we have one upstairs too. I got two. We, we have one up in the upstairs bathroom. You go down there and you, I challenge you to blast your ass, Brian. Yeah, I'll challenge you. See how tough your butthole is. <laughs> if my butthole can only handle a five. You know, don't don't stay here and start talking about you know the tough. But you have speed bumps all up in your butthole. No. Uh, Bubba, um, can we test those mics now that Brian just? Said? No, but you can give Brian another minus one. What your polyps, yeah. man? That's funny. Hello, <laughs> your microphones are on. Hello, how yeah. big? Hello, can you hear me? This is uh, this is Macho's mic. Sounds so like crap. Says- it sounds like crap, and it's super low volume. Hello, one, two, three, four. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, you told me mine's still not working. It's I up guess a we're little more. Somewhere. You guys are getting there. See you next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, check in. So, what, let, me, let me, what's the score for this for this guy here? For Brian? Mm-hmm. Um, minus one. Yes, Brian is minus one. A lot, lot of ticks on my scorecard, though. Oh, up and yes. down and up and down. It's like ping pong. Hello. So actually, I'm sorry, Brian is even. Who? So I go, oh my God! So I go to, I go to, I go. I have this massive explosion at 8:40. What kind? I, it's a pile, or um, it start, it started pile like. No, it started, yeah, kind Is of it a, solid, or no, 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 not solid. Hmm. Oatmeal. So I go and I blow my, I, I bidet my butt. And at that point, Lummy, all you got to do is just take a piece of toilet paper and pat dry yeah. your rectum. You know, there's nothing to there's nothing to wipe. It's completely pristine. So then I'm like, oh, but I got eight. It's only eight forty. You didn't I'll, check the time first. No, I did. Oh, and and I and I, I re, I'm then as I'm going back to my bedroom, total darkness with my with my AC window unit. Mm-hmm. It's six. I it, it, it's officially sixty three degrees. Mm-hmm. That I'm thinking, man, I got because on. Thursdays, I'm not waking up as early because I don't go to the gym on Thursdays. Now I'm just going Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Okay. So I'm like, oh my god, I got all kinds of sleep, and I slept so good last night, so good. Good. Let me. Did you get a good night? Let me. What time? What's your like? Everybody knows my regiment. Go to bed at six thirty. Wake up at two fifteen. These are Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. At the gym by three. Work out till four fifteen. Come here, and at you know by four thirty. What, what what's your what's your routine? Majority of the time, it's uh, what time 10, do you go to bed? About ten ten thirty, right? And wake up about four. Yeah. How about you, Anna? 
Oh, I go You're to bed way too the... late because of jujitsu, and I live farther now. So usually I'm going to bed at 10, 30, 11. Oh, my God. Don't you start freaking yourself out, though? Sometimes. After, then after I wake like up nine... at 4.55, 5 a.m. around then. How about, oh, we can't talk to the other guys. Yeah. Brian, how about your regiment on the one day of the week that you come in? So, yeah, so I usually take some sort of sleeping aid, either Benadryl or really? like Z-Quil. No, 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 for when I do the oh, show. Oh, sorry. Because otherwise, you got to bed early. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I got to go bed a no, lot earlier. Okay. Normally, and it's a one-off. normally when you go to bed just to go be a partner at Hunter Law, what what time do you go to bed? Between eleven and midnight. And then what time do you go to bed when you got to be a co- a schmarmy toothy you know? Co-host I, I, tr- the- I shoot for ten, but if I can get to sleep by ten thirty, that's good enough. Up at five. Up at five, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 503. I said, I don't like doing even round numbers. I, I got you. Yep. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know like, why. Oh, I just need that it, extra it, two it was minutes. extra two or three minutes. Yeah. yeah just yeah, psychologically. See, I, I'm the same way, but I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side. I'm a, I'm like, if I had to wake up at five, I'd wake up at 457. Mm, no. Meanwhile, no. you're a 503 guy. Yeah, I'm a 503. I'm it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm Mr. 503. This, Lummy, <laughs> Lummy, I think this is. The um yeah he gives a tour this guy this guy here gives it's a the t- owner of the company this is the guy that was probably dead yes available the owner or the CEO I'm oh yeah CEO. no that's him that's him yeah Stopped now is this Ford. the actual yes that's the one they use and this is this place is called Ocean Gate Enterprises right what a, f- what a stupid name too like everything's gate like Watergate yeah you know and now they're Ocean Gate and we Expedition. just had Poop Gate now we got Mike Gate and we got Rat Gate. And there Which, are, why is everything gate? It's all after Watergate. Water yep. Before the Watergate that, there hotel. was no gates. Nope. Now everything's a gate. Poop gate, micro, rat gate, rat chewed through the Mike's gate, ocean gate. How about your dead gate? <clears throat> CEO and founder of Ocean Gate. Let's take a look at Titan. And... And my future coffin. What about Lake Gate? Like, I mean, can you not? Ha- could you not put one of these in the lake? Are these only made for oceans? Oh, I mean, what's right? the point? You, know, you can see the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, no offense. So we're coming into the sub. This is the only toilet. Let me give give her a minus one for being a bitch there. Oh, I'm sorry. Available <laughs> on a deep diving submersible. Best seat in the house. You can look out the viewport. We put a privacy screen in, turn up the music. And uh, it's uh, very popular. Oh, God. (laughs) What a horrible place to (laughs) die. And it's not even, they don't even have any jump seats. Wow. You would think they'd they'd have like maybe. You'd think they have some bean bags or something in there, right? right? Yeah. (laughs) Control screen here, our sonar screen here, and we can put any image we want in the back. We've taken a completely new approach to the sub design. Oh, and nice. It's all run with this game controller and these touch screens. So if you want to go forward, you press forward. If you want to go back, you go back. Turn left, turn right. What if you want to become unstuck in the... What if you want to live? In the 100 foot of mud. <laughs> now, now what, what are your guys' theories as to what happened? You got crushed. Uh, I think... So, I went I too think, far down, they got crushed. I think they had a failure. They had Crack a fa- in the window yeah, got the, crushed. Crack in the window got crushed. Because I've heard some people say that they could just be lost, and I've heard some people <laughs> say that they could be stuck. Lost? Oh, like, yeah. you just press up on the controller until you reach the well, surface. Well, well, I mean, like... They said they, they don't use GPS, uh, and right. that they uh, communicate through text messaging with the main ship. Like, like, like uh, hold on. Some people, uh, some people in branding have bad cell service. I know. You think that when you're, 14, I'll get rising down here, 14,000 feet below the, like they got. Listen, cell t- towers are made to be above the water. I don't know that that cellular works below. Like, Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. I'm, in fact, I'm almost positive that water is so so dense 
that 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 it, a, a cell signal cannot go through water. I don't think. That's a macho question, I feel. <clears throat> no, I feel like it's a Brian question. Hey, I, I, there's no chance in hell that they have cell service no. down there. No, and 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 if like this guy, if I'm if I'm the billionaire's family and I'm suing these people, I'm like, I'm this is my number one thing for evidence. I'm like, look how flim flammy this is. They don't even have communications back to the ship. It's not tethered. They're running it with a game control, and you just get a tiny little window. Yeah, you know, it's not nope. like the whole thing's. How do you even uh, fit five humans in there comfortably? Right. He's sitting Indian style. Just sitting Indian style for five days has got to be torture. I can't sit Indian style. Yeah, I have my legs. Fully and it's not out. like the whole thing's transparent where you could like see everything. It's like can one you imagine window. if, they, if, if, the I, if I went and they yeah. blamed me for being too heavy? That's why they couldn't get to the top. Down, go up, and it's Bluetooth, so I can hand it to anybody. And it's meant for a 16-year-old to throw it around and super durable. We keep a couple of spares on board just in case. Yeah. This yeah. is the second You didn't year. keep a couple spare windows involved, now, did you? We've been out to the Titanic. Uh, we went out in what uh, year five, is this? Uh, eight days. I don't know. Maybe. This, this would have had to have been 2022. Emissions. We did uh, about 10 dives to the wreck site of the Titanic, and we did an extra dive on an undiscovered reef that we found. Completely privately funded um, operation. and we're Used to be. We're funded by what we call mission specialists who help support the mission. So they take quite a bit of money to come and join us. Years ago, they, to the uh, Russians took tourists out to the, uh, to the Titanic, uh, and it was just sort of a look-and-see thing. We really are focusing on the science around it. We want to document what the wreck is like now and also try to predict what it will be like in the future. Yeah. Well, well, there's the science. The science. There's not, that's not science. That's well, the, not science. Now that's there's called... a few extra bodies on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> They're adding to the wreckage. Is, is the warm line ringing? James Cameron's going to direct this film. Oh, God. I was trying to talk. It was uh, Joe Exotic's friend that got a number from their handler. To, I guess Joe Exotic's not doing good today. Why is, is he calling in? So this, hello, uh, who's Exotic. this? It's hard to hear him. This is Amelia Noyola Jr. Uh, Amelia, how you doing? This yes, is sir. This is Bubba. Now, are you actually a friend of Joe's? I am actually a great friend of Joe's. Now, are you in? Shaking, are you huh? in, are you in prison with him, or are you are you free? I am a free man. But you, I have paid my debt to society, and I am a free man now. Oh, oh but but you were in prison. I I was in prison. I have just left him not not just so many hours ago. Oh, so you just left? What'd you do? You just left Joe, or Allegedly. you just left prison a, a while ago? I just left prison. I just left FMC Fort Worth. Uh, Texas prison and federal prison medical center where Joe Tiger Joe Tiger oh, King, oh, oh. Joe Exotic. So, so hold on. That. All right. So hold on. So Joe is at a. We know he's in federal prison, but where you're talking about where you most recently came from is you visit him at the hospital in prison, and he probably that is where he's at. Yeah. That Joe's in the hospital at prison, and he probably give gave you our phone number for you to call us to tell us because we're his buddies his radio buddies, that he's not doing good. Well, he's not doing good in the aspect that today he's, today is, every Thursday there's DHO, it's called disciplinary hearing. That is the abbreviations for when we go see an officer, when they give us a citation. When we are penalized for whatever an officer says that we did wrong, we violated the code, they give us a citation, so we got to go with the DHO officer. The DHO officer will be seeing uh, Mr. Joe 
Mr. Tiger King today is every Thursday. I just left. Now, what did he? Thursday. Now, what did what did Joe do to to have to go in front of this there officer? Was a phone, there was a phone found in his area, common area, <clears throat> and the officer was like so adamant in. Uh, like cordon the area where his cell is at. It's like, man, why is this officer going out of his way to so hold on? So, so, so somebody, there was a cell phone found in prison near Joe's area, and they're pinning it on Joe. Yes, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what happened. Right, and Joe says it wasn't his cell phone, but they're saying, you know, because Joe Exotic's real famous and cool. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna go ahead and you know the you know the you know Pedro and Leroy yeah. two two two, yeah. two cell yeah. two cells down aren't nearly as famous so they're gonna try to hem up Joe on the deal. Absolutely. See, Absolutely. I gotta say, listen, I've never been in prison, but I got it down. I I know how it works, don't I? Don't I, buddy? The reason why you know is because you're a great friend of my friend. That's right. Now, now did you just get released from prison, or did yes, you go yes. visit him? No, I just got released from serving almost a 21-year sentence. Oh, really? my God. 21? Yes, well, I have I no, just been released. What you, my what, name's Emilio Noyola Jr. Emilio, what did what you did do? You, uh, what did do you do, allegedly? What, what did they say? Now, now, with a prisoner, you always ask them what what they said he did. He mm. never. They never did it. Oh, right. right sorry. What did they say you did, well, Emilio? I mean, well, can, I say, can I say my input in what you just said right now? Yeah, of course you can. Emilio, okay, listen, I, the one thing about me, man... Is I'm super cool and super chill, and if I make if I make a mistake, then go ahead and correct me, buddy. Yes, please. And, and it's and it's not it's not a mistake. It's just like you said. It's just let's get into understanding. And Joe and Tiger King told me this. My name is Millie Mill, and he tells me Millie Mill, relax with your formal introduction and formal. Uh, Verbal, verbal communication. These are my friends. They curse. They don't give a fuck, man. You know oh, what? Yeah. You, know what? You, well, you, you, you have your friends. Yeah, you, have you, your don't, friends you don't have to be so formal. We're, we're, bo- <laughs> me and Joe are, me and Joe are boys. So like, we can talk like, yeah. we can talk like boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we can. You talk know, like we boys, don't, man. we don't have to be all Watch formal out. and be like, you know, hey, blah, yeah. blah. so but, what? So, so, Emilio, what did, what, what, what were you in for? I was in, I was in first for. uh they say for this uh, conspiracy to distribute okay. um, so narcotics, ma- and then right. uh, two years two years later, I was indicted again on a racketeering case. So yeah. I had to. I had. I w- in the first case, I went to trial. Unfortunately, I lost, which means that I am not literally guilty since I have tried to protect defend myself. However, it is very, very, very next to impossible to. Yeah, you know, but Amelia, uh, here's the deal. Let's not yeah. worry about all that past nonsense. Let's worry about the fact that you're, as the way I feel, you're. I think you're a free man right now. Are you not? I am absolutely a free man. Yeah, I'm talking about when I say when I say that I can open my own kitchen door, yeah. my, own, my own house. I, I'm doing that. You don't, you don't got to worry about day. getting anally raped in the shower. You don't got to worry about getting shanked. You got to <laughs> worry about the yard. You got to. You're a free man. We don't got. I mean, we're not going to listen, Amelia. Everybody makes mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. I'm not going to judge you. Twenty four years for, in prison. Mistakes? I mean, as long as you didn't kill nobody. Did you kill anybody? Absolutely, something that we talk about later on because it's something that how should I tell you? It's uh, not. It's not what they're saying. Okay, right? well, let's go. Hold but on. It, let's, is, it is very. Let's it get. Is very let's, intriguing. Let's, okay, let's go uh, down. Let's go down that path now. Uh, listen, I'm never going to judge you. We're boys. Don't forget, we're boys. Okay. And even if you did okay, knock well, somebody, listen, even if you listen, did listen, knock listen. somebody off, maybe there's a reason. Some people no, deserve no, no, knocked no, no, off. No, it's not. It's not. It's not like that. The thing. The reason why I said just. Just. I'm, I'd rather have a. a, a a very sane uh, mind frame as I speak to you about this because you understand that 
you know, that I, even though I paid my debt to society already, there's certain things that I wish to consult with my attorney so yep. I know that, you know, you very, won't, it won't, I won't. I won't be recorded. I won't exactly. be saying something that I'm not supposed to do because I am on federal probation and I don't wish to upset any okay. of my probation yep. officer or anybody, hey, that, hey, any of the government. Amelia, Amelia. Yes, sir. Enough yes, said sir. and very well spoken. That's exactly what you should say because we are on the, we're on a national radio program. Millions and millions of people are listening, and you're right. And I'm actually an attorney, and and that's the right advice. And I actually have an attorney as a co-host, and he's like, you know what, Amelia? We don't need to get in all that because you are on probation. Next thing you know, somebody hears something on the radio, and now you're getting hemmed up on that nonsense. So let's not—we won't even go there, period. And that is is the reason why I'm very cautious, because one thing that I know is that I have been given the opportunity by Honorable Judge Ed Kincaid. And now that you tell me that millions and millions are listening to me, and I want millions and millions to know Honorable Judge— Honorable Judge Ed Kincaid, uh, with a warm embrace, I want to tell you that I thank you very much for blessing me with the opportunity to rectify my behavior when a young, when a young ignorant mind that we so, all go through. But Amelia, Amelia, before. Amelia, how old are you now? I am 42 years old. And I was, I was, my life was severed at the age of 24. At 24, you got put in. And yes, I'll tell you one thing, at least this, I promise you, you will roll around life far less with a chip on your shoulder and far more humble than you did prior to going in. And so just like your statement to me is like, listen, I'm not going to get into all that. Back in the day, man, you just would have blurted out what you did and been all cool about it and braggadocious about it. And now because you've learned how to be patient and you've learned, you're going to keep your mouth shut and stay out of trouble, right? That is exactly what I'm going to do. And aside from that, mind my own business with my family, which I adore so much, and I will never leave them again. Right. So now listen. You know. So you did 21. You're out. No, no, no. I did. I did. I did. With the first step back, you know, I was able to get blessed, you know. But my sentence was 21 years. It was cut. It was cut a couple of years short due to the fact that I have I have earned good credit. I have earned. Yeah. Earned you got. You got, that- you got paroled out because you're good. Yeah, 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 you know, so I, got, I was I was able to benefit from the uh, First Step Act. However, in the institution of FMC Fort, FMC Fort Worth, where uh, Mr. My, my, our good friend Tiger King's at, it's like you no, know, Amelia, is it is it is it, tu- is it tough in there, buddy? Like I'm weak. I mean, is it is it tough? You want to know the truth? It is yeah. tough because of the staff. It is tough because of the staff, not because of the individuals who are living amongst us. It is simply because of the staff. And I can tell you point blank that I was supposed to get out on February the 16th. Tell me, why did I get out just here recently, thir- uh, this past Friday? Because the they just take their sweet old time and they're in no hurry to help you out. They do it because they want to they have total control of you and keep you down as long as they can. That's why. Yes, yes, and they and they can and they can and they can do that. And one thing that I just find so amazing is that how is it that our founding fathers did an elaborate job with the senator's seats and didn't and didn't think about the individuals that would be fine confined like like literally like yeah, animals you know, and have and ha- and have some and have somebody just one individual whether it's a, a female staff or a male staff to have so much control over our yeah, family. Yeah, but, but hold on, Amelia, I, I got to step yes, in. I don't think yes, our sir. family fathers. Uh, that put, I mean, founding? Our, found, our founding fathers that put this country together really took into into consideration, you know, jail or prison. I don't think that they really were thinking That's, about I don't that. Think so. I don't think so either. It's you know. obvious. So anyway, make a long story short. Congratulations. And you, you know, hey, more, hey, more important, Amelia, I would like for you to call the show. Now, Joe calls the show when he can, and we're going to get into the Joe Exotica 
stuff here momentarily. But Amelia, I'd like for you to call the show every you know month or so and give us a report. <laughs> let us know how you're doing. If you you know like how things going for you. I mean, like, All right, guys. You, you know, you like, have, you like, what to... kind of job do you got? What did you do today? You know, anybody piss you off? Okay, okay, I sure will do that. Right now, I don't think that anybody can piss me off because I just know how to ignore it this time. Right. So, but with that being said, Mr. Bubba, I appreciate you for your time. And, uh, and now, I Amelia, will be in contact. Did yes, you, do you have a job yet? Or how long, how long have, when did you get out? Just a couple Friday, days ago? Friday. Friday. Yeah. I, got, I got out on Friday at 8 o'clock. No, listen, Amelia. Oh, my God, what was the, the first the, thing the, you did? These questions cannot be held against you because they're just things that regular dudes do. This is. Oh, no, no, yeah. I know I know public records. I know, I know what's Okay, public, you know, so you know, if I, I ask, I'm very, if, I'm, if I ask, ask you an inappropriate question that could potentially jeopardize your freedom, don't answer it. But I'm going to ask okay. you some cool-ass guy questions. Might try to trip you up, though. I'm, I'm, but here's the deal. <laughs> Amelia. Amelia. Yes. How fast? Emilio. 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 I'm sorry, Emilio. Hey, I'm just so I'm just some gringo. I don't know any, any I don't know any Spanish or nothing. Okay, I'm just some gordo gringo. Okay. Hey, listen. I, don't, don't worry. Don't worry, my gordo gringo. You are in good hands yeah. too. In fact, I think <laughs> that's, that's, that's. In fact, I think that's what you need to call me, your gordo gringo. Okay. El, El, El oh my goodness! Yeah. Listen, I don't want my ladies to get disappointed, man. Ladies, uh, I'll be. I, I'll be your life parole. Your, I'll be your life oh, parole coach. Okay. He's El, El Diablo hey. Blanco. El Diablo Blanco. White oh, 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 okay, okay. Now let's get back on course. No, no, hold on. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on course. Now, now, what's the what's the you, 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 last Friday? You, what time did you get out? I got out at eight o'clock. A.M. A.M. Oh hell yeah! So like, did where to start the weekend? Who who picked you up? Who picked you up? Um, uh, unfortunately, the circumstances that surrounded me it had to be the hearse. I was I was driven to the uh, to the straight to the cemetery where my mom's remains were waiting oh. for me to be honored and respected. Oh Jesus okay. Christ! So that was and, uh, was that uh, one of the conditions? When did she die? Was that one of the conditions that you got out so that you could go to your mom's funeral? I wish it was, but it wasn't. Okay. When did she I pass? My time. I finished my time. I mean, my good time was taken away without me even losing it. And I was telling the, my, my case manager, which I won't mention his name. No, no. But I will say that uh, my case manager was just like giving me the whole impossible just to not let me out. All right. Just so you because go. I, because I wrote, because I, 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 I exercise my my remedies, which means if I'm going to agree with, with his behavior or how he's conducting himself, which is unprofessional. And and I, and I didn't agree with him, so I filed on him. Well, it was my repercussion. I wasn't going home anywhere anytime soon under his his his. Uh, all right. So enough all, that, all of that negative stuff. When did you lose your mama? When did she? When did she pass? I lost my mom on December 18, 2019. All right. So she'd been gone a while, but your first, yeah. your you you as a man. The first thing you wanted to do when you got out, yeah, you could have gone to McDonald's, yeah, you could have gone got a beer, whatever the hell. You went and paid respects to your mom. That's very, that's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool, Amelia. Yeah. Yeah. So you do I that. Made videos. I, I made videos. I made videos, and I made, I made, I, I made, uh, I made some a good, a good uh, video of it. Uh, later on, if it is possible, I can shoot it to you. Yeah, yeah, we like to use it for original it. content and really get some hits on it. <clears throat> so, mm -hmm. uh, so Amelia, you go, you pay respects to moms. But then, you know, okay, that well, you're probably done by that, by what, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock? Um, yeah, we left. Yeah, about 11, 11, 11 then, 30, then, we, we left. It was so hot, so we had to get some. Then what? But I mean, then what? We you've been eating. 
we went, to, we went to we went to the restaurant. Hell to, yeah! Which one? Catered to, catered to my catered to my family and to my friends. That what, are, where did you guys go? Taco Bell? Where'd you go? Uh, the restaurant called Emilio's. Is, oh, it, oh. is it your family's? Is it is it a, is it a, is it a, a Hispanic you know Mexican restaurant? It is a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And what did you did you order the tortilla with the queso? Of course you did. I ordered so many things and I didn't eat all of it, but I ordered a lot of things. Would you yeah. have some beer? Did, did you well, have some? I don't. I don't think that we can drink right now. That yeah. uh, we just now. I just got to talking to my probation. Don't drink, Amelia. Don't drink. Absolutely. Okay. But see, the thing is that I don't know. That, that's what they're gonna talk to me about here this next week. Coming, yeah. they're gonna talk to me about what are the the stipulations that I have and what is the because they might you know, have. The you know, they may have like a no alcohol deal. They may have a bunch of st- stuff that you're gonna stick by. Okay. Now we don't. Yeah, of course. Of now, course. Now, hold on. Now, Amelia, you were getting to the good part. Like that night. You know, you've been you've been locked up for a long time, and I'm I'm assuming that you're attracted to women, right? Absolutely, one yeah. one billion are you, percent. Are you, are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? What? I am not married at the moment, but I, I am I am seriously uh, with a lady that I have great intentions with. That right. has already has has already proven me and shown me that you know what through thick and thin I am that well, woman. That's, that's a that hell of a woman. Shine. I mean, she yeah. stood she stood by you, my friend, at your lowest moment. That's a hell of a woman right there, buddy. I, I, absolutely, and there and there was there was a, a few a few individuals who are good friends of uh, Tiger King that <laughs> that told me before I left. Millie, don't you go out there and fuck shit up? Oh, okay. Because that woman you have is a good woman. She's you guys. a good woman. And, <laughs> now, did you? Just, now, did you and her, Amelia? Did you and her make sweet love for hours on on, on hours? Uh, I think I will keep that uh, after show too. Yeah. Okay. That means. <laughs> okay. Okay. We, you know that. You know. I mean, there's no probation officer in the world that's going to be a dick that says, you know, what, we're going to put you back in jail because you made love to your girlfriend <laughs> on Friday night, Amelia. Come on now. <laughs> It's not illegal. Hey, listen, listen. Let's get some humor in here, too, man. Come on, relax. I understand what you're saying. Now, hold on, Amelia. And how good was it? You got to be like, oh, my God. Oh, no. No, I don't. I was. I would never proclaim to be a god. However, I was mentioned as one because I mean, like, oh my god, is what I was hearing all night long. <laughs> I mean, because you know, beer, mm-hmm. Mexican food, watching football, being Having able sex in that be, order. You know, hold on, being able to do the you know things as a free man. That's all good and well, but man, the feeling of a vagina. Oh, oh, after so long, oh, my God. How do you like you come out and you get to watch Team USA smack down Mexico, man? Well, I haven't really entertained. Uh, care. Now, hold on. You're probably you're probably not familiar with, like, iPhones or, like, what were you no, most? No. What, are, what are you, because you've been, you know, almost a week now. What are you most intrigued by technology-wise that's happened since you got out? Technology-wise, how... In our TVs, you got all kinds of apps that you can see, that you can watch, that you can entertain yourself, the kids. I mean, it's all on the TV now. Yeah, like, so TV has changed probably the most since you've been gone, right? I mean, um, uh, let me see. What has changed the most? I mean, where I grew up, where my mother and my father came to uh, get a little box for us to raise us, is completely changed. Now, now, Emilio, did your mom and dad, were they immigrants from Mexico that came into America? Yes, they they risked their lives to give their kids, to give their sons a better life. So when did you go in? When did you go in? Were you in 16 years? 18. I was in there since 2004. 
Oh, four. 2004. So it's, it's like 18 years I did. Yeah, because you went in at 22. Now, right. got so out enough, of, no, enough of Emilio. 40. We're going to get yeah. Amelia updates from time to time. Let's talk Emilio. about our let's talk, let's talk about our good friend Joe. What's going on with Joe? Yeah, what's going on with Joe Exotica? Okay. Huh? What's going on with Joe? Man, Joe, listen, Joe is man. He's an amazing person, a great, great spirit individual. And uh, you know, when I first met him, I was. I've heard him when we first got to the. Hey, to you got to pass a word to Joe that Lummy, one of the co-hosts on the show, peed on Carol Baskin's mailbox last That's weekend. Right. That's right. We did. Oh, no. We went and peed oh, right. No. We peed on. We went and peed on Carol. Ba- I mean, if they want to come arrest us, that's yeah. great. You know, I mean, whatever. We did it. We did it. We're for not Joe. saying. We're not saying you did it. I'm telling you that me and Lummy went and just peed all over on the handle and everything. So yep. she got. Yeah, we did for him. And we're like, uh-huh. this is. Okay. We we're like a couple you, you, homies. Bubba, we we're like, we're like, this is for you, Joe, a Joey, buddy. Uh-huh. Get better. But, hey, Bubba, you and Lummy went and peed on what? Uh, on, Carol Carol, on Carol Baskin's uh, mailbox. <laughs> and we and we even hold on we even hold on we even uh got on the back of our pickup truck and peed on her handle so that when she opens her mailbox you know when she opened it up on monday she had to get our pee on her hand hey well maybe a I, I will make sure to pass the message i repeat myself he's going to do, he might he, be, he will be seeing bho today since your head already been postponed now i'm it, hoping is his health is his health okay emilio is his health okay yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his case, yeah, his, case his, his, his health seems, seems great. Now, why was he in the medical center? Oh, so though? he's going to probably he's going to probably end up missing our scheduled phone call that we have with him because he's going to be in the shoe mm. or something. Yeah. Yes, there you go. There's there. Yeah, and he wanted me to. Emilio, isn't it amazing? Yeah. I I mean, I I pretty much know. I mean, I've never been to prison, but I got it. I got it all down. I got it down. Been pretty darn close though. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been hey, close. Listen, you don't have to be in prison to really know, know about prison. Just watch America Me. Just watch Blood In, Blood Out. That listen, is some, I, some I, of that is some true. Amelia, some I've been on. Tr- I've been on. Amelia, you want to hear this, pimp? Yeah. You're gonna tell me how pimp I am. I'll wait till you hear this. I've been on trial. Four times on a jury trial. Four times I've won all four of them, and one of them I was facing five years in prison. Won it. Yeah, but but you're not talking federal. You're not talking about federal prison. No, no, you're state. right. You're right. I'm talking the state. That's a little popsicle stand compared to what you're talking about. But not. <laughs> but hold on, it, it's still prison. It's still not cool. Uh, right? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. You're right. Let me. I take that back. Okay. Yeah. Take that back. I'm gonna tell you. What, I'm gonna tell you what, what, the, what the lawyers, what the judges tell the jury. Uh, our, our audience, please take that. Disregard that. Disregard. Strike that. It's called strike that. Strike that, please. Strike. Strike that. I see. What but I, I mean, I, I mean, how many other guys have you talked to? Well, I, I probably should answer that question. That we're fa- facing. You know, that's been. That's. You should be more impressed that I'm four and zero oh in front of a jury. <laughs> I'm. F- how many people do you know are four and zero oh in front of a jury? I mean, I have to say that I only know one person. Me, Bubba, Bubba Clem. Or, uh, I'm sorry, what, what's my name? El Pedro, uh, Fat, uh, I'm sorry. Gordo. El Gordo, El Gordo, me Gordo. No, El Gordo. Me Gordo Bubba. No, what was the white? Gringo, Gringo Gordo. Me Gringo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. DJ Gringo hey, look Gordo. At look at you, man. So now right is Joe, is, so, they right fa- so they found this cell phone near Joe's place. Joe's probably going to get pinned for it. What's that mean? How many days in the in the shoe? I mean, he's supposed to be there no more than thirty days. Right now, it's like I mean, some some of us, some of us that go out with those violations come out in a little bit uh, sooner than that. It's not complicated. It's not something real like out of this world unless the officer wants to make it. Now, that way, which Emilio, how many that, times? Uh, yes, did, how many times did you get put in the shoe? Oh my God, I lived in the shoe, my buddy. Really? Because you were causing yeah. problems. 
No, 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 absolutely not. The thing is, like, you know, and I got all my documentations because, you know, I want to I want I want to make sure that I said things clear, man. You know that it doesn't matter whether you are you did something or you didn't. Most of the times, you know, like, yeah, we're trying to defend ourselves. Like, no, we're not going to do this. We didn't do this. Like, but realistically, when you have evidence, when you can show show proofs to the DHO officers and the UDC, which means UDC comes before the DHO. UDC is uh, UDC. the ins and outs of federal yeah, prison uni, with Emilio. Unit, unit, uni, huh? I said our our new segment segment's going to be called the ins and outs of federal prison with Emilio. How to survive for federal prison? Man, you know what? I will tell you one thing. If you were to do that, it'll be a fine success. I, I know it is. Start now. Now, were you ever, were you ever were you ever afraid of getting shanked? Was I ever afraid of getting shanked? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I think that it, it, in our eyes, we can tell when we fear and when we don't, and I think that's why nothing happened to me. Now, no, now is it true that not that you not that you participated in it, but is it true uh, that like you got an associate based on what you are, you got an you automatically got to get associated with a group of people like you know. I, listen, and I'm so glad you asked that question because this is something very important that I'm about to broadcast in your show. Okay, I'm yeah. glad you asked that question because these people I'm about to mention are the ones that are suffering the most, and they are called Solanos. They are called independents. These are individuals that don't want nothing to do with any uh, criminal organization, with any gang in the, in the prison, with anybody that's doing anything that's got to do with getting in trouble or, or uh, trying to go against. So the Solanos are the independent guys. They're like the guy. They're like the guys that tell the other dudes, "Listen, I don't want. I don't want no. I don't want to be part of your deal. I don't want to be part of nobody's deal. I just want to do my time and mind my own business." And then that's yeah. where the the gangs will start screwing with you. No, it's not really screwing with you, but. You don't have your word is not is not as respected as it should be. So, so is Joe now, a Solano? Now I, can't, now I can't say now I can't say that this, I can't say the same thing for myself because even though that I am not affiliated with no gang, and I am no part of no gang, I am a free man that has been independent in Solano to the federal system, and I have to say that I have earned a good reputation for being a stand-up man. I'm not saying in a way to be aggressive or to have you know do some. Is Joe is Joe a Solano? Joe is definitely a Solano. He, he LBJ. LBJ. He's quick, he clicked up. It'd be, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, no, no. Do they? Oh, yeah. It's always LGBTQ. Oh, okay. Right. Does he get a lot of, does he get a lot of, does he get a lot of flack for that in, 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 in prison that he's LBGTQ? No, 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 no. He's, he, we, see, he's in a, he's in a low, in a low, in a low prison. Mm. You got, you got, you got, you got different levels. You got USPs, which that means that, you know, a lot of, a lot of individuals don't make it in that area, but you got medium security, you know, medium security are almost the same thing as the USP because those individuals are going down and they, they seem to be right back because, you know, it's like, they, they're, they're, the environment to from the so Joe, is Joe media. in a is Joe in a medium a medium security no, prison? No, Joe is a, Joe is in a uh, in a medical center. You know, he's oh. at, a, at a low. He and, and it's a, and it's a low. It's a low. It's the next super thing, low. The next lowest thing that you can have is is the camp. Which I have been to the camp myself, but you got to be under ten years. Now, what's the now? Hold on, on the other end, Emilio. We can't go too much longer. The segment's almost over. But listen, yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm a, and I have to and I have to end my call too. All right, so all right but hold on, you. hold on. I know your minutes are going down, but listen, um, like, what's the hard chorus? Like, can they like you know as much as Joe's in kind of an easy part? Like, is there super hardcore ones that are like the you know like super scary? Oh yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Like what's the, like what's the, the what's the most hardest core one of all that you know in, in the in the prison? System? You mean like the mo- the ones that fear the most or the ones that are the hardest the the, the, the ones that are the hardest uh, prisoners? I mean, like Quentin. I mean aggressive. What are you talking? about? Like the the, the the prisoners are the meanest and the most aggressive. Um, they're in, they don't they're in, they're in the USP. They're in the USP. But you got ninety two percent ninety eighty ninety two percent lifetimers in the USP. So it's kind of or, or a certain amount, a big percentage. So you got individuals that really like they want to see blood. They want to see somebody go down. They 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 wake up, you know, desiring that, wishing that. You know, that's it's, it's a critical, critical. So uh, what's on Emilio's schedule for today? I know Joe. You saw Joe yesterday. He said, "Hey, listen, call my friend up, Bubba. I'm supposed to be on the air with him, but I'm going to probably miss it because I'm going to be in the shoe because I got some cell phone nonsense going on. But send but send word to him." <laughs> So you sent the word. If you can get word back to him, we're like, hey, listen, Joe, just get, you know, do your time and call us when you can. And Emilio, in, until Joe can call us, we'll talk to you every couple of weeks just to, you know, kind of get a little update, you know? Okay, listen, and please mark my number down in case I'm a little a little tied up. I'd like to just, you know, get a little a brief. Uh, you, you can contact me, too, and let me know. Listen, if you can come up, I'll I, I Maybe, hey, now listen, we on. got our own apparel called Bubba Arm. My, my logo is called the. Uh, a Bubba Army, and we have Bubba Army T-shirts and things. Maybe I can send you like a Bubba Army T-shirt or something. Yeah, you know what? And I and I'll make sure to put it on display. <clears throat> oh, I bet you will. <laughs> Just don't rob a bank or nothing with it, okay? <laughs> All right, listen, hey, Emilio, yes, I'm going to yes, put sir. you on hold. My my producer uh, is going to get your number and okay, tell Joe you. that you that, that we got his message and we know that he's hemmed up right now and we'll hear from him when we, when, when 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 he's available and in, until yeah, then just count for just just count 30 days from now and then until then we'll keep uh, we'll keep in touch with you okay bud congrats on your freedom okay. man and yeah, yeah and, hey, and you know what i got to i got to tell you you really really seem like a changed man uh you, you know Thank the right you, 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 so you, you know you're very polite you it, it 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 really. I mean, Brian, cautious. I'm 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 really very cautious, and I and and very rarely. And I've been a critic. I, I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, Emilio. I've been a critic of the of the penal system, saying it doesn't rehabilitate people. It's nonsense. But I think it. I think it real. In this instance, with you, you sound like a very rehabilitated man. You sound like a humble man. Of you sound like a very appreciative man. And uh, Thank you I, so I, Thank I, you so I I just just stay that course, my friend. Okay. Thank you. As you mentioned, you right now, you're, as you as you as you expressing the, your 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 point of view, your perspective of me, the only thing that comes to shine in my mind is my mother and my father. They did have a great kid. I just made a mistake as a young adult. Yeah. And you're right. I'm not going to say that the penal system is not a person. It's not a thing. I'm going to say with words. Just keep up with Millie Mill because I'm taking it to the top. I tell the people. I tell the warden, Mr. Garrido. I said, Warden. You ain't ever seen a president like this man right here you got in your presence. I wish to have you in the front as I get released on Friday and shake my hand so I can have you on a picture with me. And if you can, Mr. Warden, I really appreciate that because you know what? I'm going out there to make history. Listen, you 100%. screwed up. You are man enough to know that you screwed up a portion of your life, and you're man enough now to try to fix it. And I appreciate that. Yes, yes. Bubba, thank you, sir. I'm right. waiting for the person that you need me to wait to so I can talk to him. All right, I'm going to put you on hold, Amelia, okay? Sir. Hold thank on. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Hey, audience, thank you. Thank you. You're in the greatest show ever, so you can stay tuned. And, and, and Emilio, is, if, if you yeah. get, like, an Instagram or, or you know, a Twitter or anything that you can promote or a YouTube, let us yeah, know. Well, we'll, actually, we'll promote I am, it. I am, I am, I am, I'm talking to my... I'm talking to my legal team, and I'm talking to my uh, to see what is it that uh, see. I want to do this. I want to make sure that I can put time and dates, no matter where I'm at. So anybody that wants to know about 
a million dollar jeans, they can just log in wherever I'm, wherever my yeah. size, and they can see where I'm at. You need to start like, listen. You need to get a hold of your team, your legal team, and see if you can start like a YouTube channel where you can okay. you can actually listen. I'm telling you, like uh, the way you can make some monies and and be a be a be an influencer. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that would be inspired by your story. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, and how you now how you got your crap together now and things like that. That if you started a YouTube channel and you and you you know you documented all this, I think mm-hmm. it I think it could go good for you. Yeah, and you know, but you are the you are the fourth person that has mentioned this beautiful opportunity that I have in my and, and, and that I could possibly have in my agenda. Unfortunately, right now it is not something that I that I am that I wish to entertain. I will get a social media uh, accounts, but but I I am interested in building the companies that I am so adamant to build that I have studied for almost. Five years in prison. What did One you, is going to be a land, de- land developed land development company and a demolition company. All right, perfect. And, uh, and, and right. once yeah, I get yeah, 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 I got to okay, break, no Amelia. Let me put okay, you on no hold. Yeah. I'm gonna give you the lummy. You're gonna get the number. Thank you, thank you, thank, right. you, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Sorry, land development company. I think that means uh, um, landscaping. Wow. He'll be good at that. That's what I'm thinking. He's gonna come up with the next spicy chip oh. for Fritos. I think I got your number. <laughs> You know he's gonna be <laughs> flaming yeah, hot. Gonna, no, he's gonna he's gonna develop something, and he's gonna be laughing, making more money than all of us. Hey, hey man, I, I mean, wish him the best. More power to him. Yep. What a great guy. For real, like he's not some hardcore well, thug. He, he sounded like a great guy. You're right. Yeah, he sounds like a great guy, and I wish him the best. Thank you. Don't chalk up their behavior to being crazy rednecks. Yeah. Think about that. They're just totally insane. <laughs> The Love Sponge Show. Well, explain yourselves. Just like a six-pack of cheap Yiddish beers. Don't surprise me. You look like a typical low-life character to me. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Just the wizard devil. She's got liquor in her veins. Broken halo. A rebel. She's I, uh, a I've sinner, been playing this. Three, well, hell, I played it three or four times, you know, uh, last week, and I've been playing a hell out of it today. It's with Buck Cherry. It's... Moonshine Bandits. It gets released today. It's called Wild. Uh, it's about that crazy bitch that you just really hate to see go, but you hang on too long to, and uh, it ends up being a problem. But let me get uh, let me get the Moonshine Bandits uh, uh, on the on the on all mic'd up and, and ready to go. Um, what's up, fellas? How are you? Good. How you doing, man? We're happy to be on. Thank you. What uh, up, Bubba? Uh, I got uh, Bird and and I got Text, better known as Dusty and Brett. Um, yeah. I think this is. I think this might be the first time I've ever had you guys on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, I think we. I think we were talking once. I guess this was years ago about trying to do something with you. Uh, and I think that we didn't wind up going out to Tampa. Are you in Tampa, right? Yeah, we're in Tampa. Yeah. And Florida so, is pro- Florida is probably pretty – this is, you know, hip hop and the stuff that you guys yeah. did, did, and you guys are kind of – I don't know if you guys get near the credit for it, but in 03, when you guys got started doing this stuff, uh, there, yeah. this this was – you guys were way ahead of the of, of the uh, curve, and I don't know necessarily you get the credit for that, but I, Florida is kind of a big – is that kind of a it's, – it's a big sell for that type of genre, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, I think we've done some mud bogs out there. There's about five, yeah. ten thousand rednecks out there with no rules, just drinking and driving ATVs. So, yeah, yeah, it's big. It's a big market out yeah, there. That and also too in Florida, there's all the all the different bike weeks. You got Daytona Bike Week, which kind of, you know, there's a lot of this tra- translates uh, well with each other. You know, from mud bogs to bikers, they kind of interact a lot in a lot of different ways, which 
you would think it wouldn't be that way, but it really is. That should be your next album, Mudbugs to Bikers and everything in between, <laughs> and, and, bad, and Bad Bitches in Between. So it should yeah, be. That's right, huh? Uh, yeah. Anyway, your new album, Poor Decisions, it features, I think you got Afro Man on there. You got Buck Cherry on there. You got my buddy Chris from, from Tech Nine on there. You got, yeah. uh, I think, Brandon uh, Hart on there. You guys got a bunch of people on there, and that drops, I think, what, in a month? Yeah, comes out July, July seventeenth, I think. And you're I gotta tell you real quick about Afro Man, right? <laughs> so like this guy, and not only is he running for president, right? You know what I mean? He made his big announcement, but he is the coolest, coolest motherfucker you're ever gonna talk to. But he actually did the song with us, and then he shot Dusty a text message like two months later, saying, "Hey, did we ever do that song?" He forgot because he was so high. Because you know? <laughs> he was so high, <laughs> and then it's like I forgot I did a song with y'all. Can you guys tell me how that song turned out, or what it's about? What's the lyrics? What was my part? What did I say? Bro, they just bong rip, and you know what I mean. Box wine. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that guy. If you anything moonshine bandits wise, or their main website is moonshinebandits.com. Now they got they got their own whiskey. Uh, it's bucked up whiskey. That also, I think, feeds into their 501c3 that helps, uh, you know, that helps veterans and things like that out. Twitter, moonshine underscore bandits. Instagram, the same. And then YouTube. Who in the hell came? Why didn't you guys make YouTube moonshine underscore bandits? Who came up with the with the Shiner stuff? Well, uh, our fans, we kind of branded them as Shiner Nation. And oh, okay. So shows, you how, shows you how stupid yeah. I am. I didn't do my research. Damn it. No, nah, so it's sorry. all good. So straight out the gate, we were doing that, and then we just called it Shiner TV. And you guys, listen, off. I know the algorithms and what you and like, you know, cost per click and all that stupid stuff. And I see that you guys got. I'm not even. I don't even want to hear y'all pluck, crying, poor mouth, because I know you got 200 million views. I know what kind of money you're making, bitches. Independently, well, not not beholden to any record label. It's such. It's so. It's so refreshing. People were freaked out in the industry when there's like conventionally it used to have to be where you had to have a record label. They had to call a radio station. The radio station had to play you. That was a whole crap show in its show. Who can kiss that most ass? And, you know, if you weren't a Tim McGraw or you won't, you know, you weren't a guy like that, you weren't going to get played and you had no really underswell of support or to monetize. And you used to make an album and then you would support that album through touring. Now right. you tour to support the album. Touring's where the money is and you're not beholden to a record label. You can do it all. And I think you guys have been doing it pretty much all kind of outlaw on your own. And I think you yeah. guys are one of the very first. Well, Tech Nine, I think might have been like, he's like on the Mount Rushmore of doing that. But I think you guys right. kind of, that's kind of how you guys roll, I think. Yeah, I mean, we had a few people's hands in the cookie jar in the beginning. We went through the record label thing, but uh, now we're doing it ourselves. And, you know, bikinis in your videos equals views, right? Right. <laughs> well, well, we also, we learned. Well, good you know, music, good good music equals views. And the bikinis are a kicker. Let's be honest. If you guys' music, is, su right. if your music sucked, it didn't matter how many bikinis are in there. You guys put, put together some good stuff. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah. How was the Buck Cherry guy? We've had him in a few times, and what a great, what a great group, and what a great dude. Right. You know, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I from from being able to talk to Josh, uh, one of my very first concerts I ever paid for back with my first ex fiance. We went to Vegas, and it was like our breakup. But I already bought the trip, 
but we had to go there anyway. So she, we didn't and, even and see had, each and other. You had, and you had guaranteed ass, so you couldn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Know, so yeah. it's like you know, I so can't. We, yeah, so we went. Uh, we went to Buck Cherry. That was like my first one. I was able to afford and do a trip and all that back in my early twenties. And I was talking to Josh about that. We were laughing about it and stuff. But you know, I'll tell you what. That guy is. He is so humble. He. I feel. I feel like he doesn't even realize how big they are. You but, know what I'm saying? But like, that's what. But that kind of what's. That's what the kind of the the lure of this guy is. Buck Cherry. Yeah. I don't even know He's how many red. how many albums they've sold. But and and they right. they're so yes. and it's so and their their rock is so refreshingly different right. and just got a, and his and his vocals just cut through. And yep. and and it's yeah. and, and I'll tell you how cool he is. You know he's hanging out with 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 bozos like you. I'm telling you, <laughs> right? You know, not <laughs> yeah. only that, I had, my, I had my son out there in L.A. when we filmed the video. He turned 16 with me, and Josh took the time to hang out with him and like just make him feel comfortable and and like just experience the whole day. It was so cool. And he wound up putting a, a, a photo of me and my son and him up on his uh, on his Instagram, which is really really cool, man. So. Big yeah, your problem, son. Your man. son could care less. Your son could care less about you, but man, he really likes that bug. She's like, man, my dad, whatever. Moonshine bandits, yeah, they yeah. suck. But man, I got, I got to get hang out with Buck Cherry. <laughs> right. right. <Yeah>. Hey, we <laughs> were talking about. We were yeah. talking. We were talking earlier about how you guys know Jelly Roll, and yeah. we had Jelly Roll. He just has exploded, and I'm not bringing Jelly Roll up as a comparison to you guys because you've been doing Jelly Roll type feeling content. 15 years before Jelly Roll has been doing it. Uh, but you guys have, uh, you know, you guys are friends of Jelly Roll and things like that. And we had him in here in 08 when he was doing like a 250. Was it 08? 2014. 2014. Oh, I'm sorry. 2014, yeah. which even makes it better and more yeah. more recent and still on, uh, doing like 300 seat venues. And, you know, then he, of course he explodes and we try to get a hold of him. And they're like, man, you know, Jelly Roll, you know, he sleeps till noon, then has like 10 bitches, and then he can't, you know, be doing radio <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and- 2000, 2015, uh, Jelly was on tour with us, and he was in a little white van. He was opening up for us, and that's actually when he met his wife. They met they met at our concert in Las Vegas. So shout out to Jelly and Bunny. They're on the next stratosphere right now. Yeah, much love, man. You guys should be getting some points on the album, putting those two together. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, <laughs> You turn on anything on YouTube, and all you see is Jelly and Bunny and Jelly and Bunny. That's all you see. Here, going there, you know. But it's good. We love them. I mean, they're good. They, they're such good for each other, and you can actually see the love between them. Everything they post. And, and, I, and I, listen, I'm not. Really, I'm not coming from a position of saying anything bad about the guy. I couldn't be any happier for him. He's just. Yeah. It's kind. He's kind of a breath of fresh air. With as judgmental as America is, as, as, as judgmental as America is, and if yeah. you don't have that look necessarily. That Miranda, right. that Miranda Lambert, Tim McGraw look that you might not make it, and yeah. and neither yeah. one of you guys got that look. But anyway, huh. uh, you know, <laughs> Je- Jelly Roll certainly doesn't got that look, and you know the, yeah. uh, his his talent and his songs. America has has embraced him, and he's just killing it. And if you guys can right. put a good word in, for, hey man, go on Bubba's show, Jelly Roll, you big headed mother effer. If you guys could do that for me, yeah, go back. I now. think I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text his wife right now because. Jelly don't carry a cell phone. Right. But, and, you know, let's just be honest. Rich. Mama mama, mama <laughs> makes the decisions, and she is the keeper that's of the right. ass. So, yeah. <clears throat> now, you guys, right now, now. In, in your tour that starts in July, you guys aren't making it down in Florida, I don't think, this time. No, we have we do have Florida in mind right now. So, we, we actually are doing touring different this year. We started out, like, just doing sporadic shows, and we did a five-week bus run. 
But then we're doing another five-week bus run. We're finally getting into Canada. I can finally get into Canada, finally. And uh, we're playing four shows up there. And then they just added another four-week run in September, October. But it looks like it's going to be – we want to be down there for bike week. Like uh, bike oh, you guys would kill it! So, but right, we and we play there. We play the station bar and uh, with Phaedra over there. They're going to get the uh, Daytona. What's that? Let so me. They're going to get the full throttle saloon with your boy Jesse. Oh, did you know Jesse Dupree's one of my best friends? One of my really? Be- yeah, really? one of my best yeah. friend. Yeah, that's great, man. That yeah, guy. Uh, it, now that guy's guy. a showman. That guy yeah, is, is a showman. I don't know how he hasn't cut his leg off with that chainsaw. You know what I mean? He does that shit every day. And, you know, and 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 the octave. I mean, like he's got like a Brian Johnson, like and the scream that he's got. Hell yeah! One time in my at my old station in Tampa, we had a uh, an outdoor festival, and he, a Jackal was there, and Brian Johnson, who lives in Sarasota, not too far drove up to the festival and he got on stage with Jackal and it was Jesse and Brian singing ACDC songs and it yeah, was oh it was yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. You know who we also are friends with who I think you guys are uh we're friends yeah. with Colt Ford. Oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Colt Colt's a homie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were just talking to him last night. Yeah, we we he just texted me last night saying how everything's going, man. We love Colt, man. Colt man. He been um in our we we've been working together for ten years, more than that, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm you like, guys are with now. You guys are with. Are you guys still partnered with Average Average Joe? And isn't that kind of his deal, Average Joe? That's yeah, his label. So. Yeah. yeah, we were with him for three three records or four records, and we've been we've all, all went on kind of doing our own thing now. But you know we we run into him all the time, not all the time, but you know throughout the years and whatnot. And he's a, he's hey, one of those guys that's always on the highway, Bubba. He's, he's oh, I was, on the highway. I was just getting ready to say he's a grinder. That son of a bitch is on the road all the making money. I mean, just killing it. Yeah, he's always got a fancy pair of boots on. I'll give you that. He, you know he does. <laughs> he does. Um, so what else is going on with you guys? So you guys, your new album, your new the the wild with Buck Cherry hits today. And then I think there's also a new one too, isn't there? Another one that there's, you... there's hometown. Uh, that that's the other uh, single we got. Right, hometown. Which is, it mixes it up a little. And then the one they did with Cold Ford, I believe, uh, was about a year ago. But uh, was it Red, White, and Booze? Yeah, man, that would be yeah, good yeah, for the Fourth of July. That 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 really that really pops. Yeah, that's the song. great thing about that, Red, White, Booze. I don't know if you guys saw that music video. Yeah. But we got got John Daly in there doing a belly flop, but. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. John Daly! You need to you need to put John Daly in his own. Oh, he's he's crazy. He's from Clearwater. You know, he lives down here, and he is he's a trip. I love that guy. Oh man, I gotta tell you, dude, I had to pick him up for that video shoot here in Nashville. He he had a, or in Nashville, we're in Myrtle Beach. Right man, I walked in the bus, and he's on the phone doing an interview. He got a cigarette in his hand. He got an ashtray over here, an ashtray over there. He got cigarettes going on both sides. He got the Championship trophy, and he's got the British Open trophy inside his bus. And he's—I feel like he was drinking a vodka right there, man. That guy is party all day long. Dude. Oh, nonstop. The only time he doesn't party is, I think, when he's sleeping. Other than that, everything, right. everything's but, everything's a party. They say, you know, I started golfing because of John Daly, a little redneck kid from North Mississippi. I saw him winning the British Open, running down the fairway with a mullet. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. got behind that guy. You know, so. They say never meet your heroes, but he's one of the heroes now, I love to meet. Now, you know Tex, I mean? how good of a golfer are you? Bird? I am. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, Bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, man, I, I used to play in college. So, I mean, oh, I don't really? play that much. For real? Yeah, at Mississippi State, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. For, could, for one easy. year until I drank myself out of school. I like to see I you go to, 
I like to see you to go I to Augusta. Last week. I like to see you go to Augusta and try to get membership. Looking the way you look now, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to actually just get. A, I'd like to get within a hundred yards of that place. They would. They would say, "Let that freak out of here. No way. We can only yeah. have you know." So now, 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 Bird, you said earlier. I just picked up on this that you're just now allowed in Canada. So does that mean Bird got hemmed up on some stuff and and has just yeah. now got it cleared up where he can get into Canada? It got it got cleared up actually about two years ago, uh, but I couldn't get in because of fucking COVID, you know. And right. I had to get over there with that. Excuse me, I didn't know if I was supposed to. No, we got a we, we got a dump button. We're good, buddy. All right, cool, cool, right on, man. I uh, couldn't get in because of that. But now, uh, you know, now we're all free and clear. I had a DUI back in the day, and uh, now a DUI will keep you out of Canada. Like a oh, even, even worse than that, they detained us for like two, three hours over there and put us with a bunch of fucking terrorists yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Was it like now, oh, what, now? Was it a DUI in Canada? No, no, no. Nah. It's a DUI in our old hometown in California. Well, how and, does that? Uh, how does that? How does that matter about getting into Canada? <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a felony to in Canada though. Here, I mean, I was I wasn't even. But moving. it didn't even I, happen. I it, did, it, it didn't even happen in their country. What what, no, what like what no, do no. they care about? They, because well, it's well, like you're a felon going in there. Better than that, Bubba though. Ask him what happened with his DUI when, oh, when, when he Ted, was arrested. Bird, I mean, that's great. Bird, what happened? Yeah, the cop, yeah, the cop. The cops. Uh, I saw the police report from my my attorney. And he, now are and you said, now are you looking like the way you're looking right now? What when they're when they're detaining you? Oh fuck! I had my had my, my mohawk was all the way up, dude. Yeah, you you yeah, hold on. You, that, you had your kid in play special. Yeah, you had, dude. Absolutely. I I read my I read my my attorney's like, hey, you want to hear the police report? And I'm like, sure. And I said, is there any way out of this? And he goes, no way. You're you're on the, you're hooked for this. And I'm like, okay. And I said, why is that? And he said, well. You pulled your vehicle over when they flashed you, and you jumped out of the vehicle with your hands in the air saying, don't shoot, don't shoot, I'm an American. That's what you Waving said. Waving my hands in the air. That's what I said to the cops. Yeah. And so then they came up. They knew I was hammered by the time they asked me. They said, you've been drinking? I said, I am. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Did, so, you, did, yeah, you, did you even do the field sobriety with the one-legged willy and the nine steps no turn around or no. anything kind of? I didn't even turn out of blood work, bro. I was so hand-boned. I woke up the next morning. There was some border brother in my cell. He peed himself, man. And it was one of the days I ate a French toast stick and got all. Now, where was Tex? Now, Tex, where were you during this nonsense? <laughs> this it is. So I'm, 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 in, I'm asleep. It's like 3, 4 a.m. I wake up to a voicemail, and he goes, on my voicemail, is like, you're the only phone call I had to make. I'm here with Officer Simpson, and he's feeding me porridge. Get me out of here. You're probably the only. You're, you're probably the only number he remembers. He ca- that he has yeah, memorized. Was, like, was, you, you know, like you know, I don't know yeah, why. I don't know why. I was calling her back then. You know what I mean? That was my early twenties. So, yeah. uh, yeah. it, it's uh, it's Bird and Tex, better known as the Moonshine Bandits. You guys, I think, did something with Chris, uh, and he is a really good friend of ours through Tech right. Nine. Tech Nine's been on our show a couple different times mm-hmm. and performed, and we were talking. Before we started the, uh, the got back on the air about just how talented Tech Nine is, and just how you know really the it, it, it's 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 people don't really understand the main mainstream America regular you know top forty or urban leaning radio that corporate bullcrap you you'll never hear a Tech Nine record on there ever. But he I don't know how many zillions. I mean he's I mean he can he, he can 
live for the rest of his life just on his YouTube right. channel. But that yeah. guy is so not appreciated for how talented he is and how – and I think you guys – I think you he gave you guys kind of a little break back in the day. You guys opened up for him. Shout out to Chris, Travis, and Tech. Uh, one of the Tech is one of the greatest live performers we've ever seen. That's back right. In, we opened for him back in uh, Merced, California. Merced, Cali, yeah. It was one of, when we very first got started doing uh, live performances. So, like within our first couple of years, we had a chance to be on stage with them. And I was telling you this before the podcast, Bubba. You know, it's like when we saw him perform, it changed me and Dusty from then on out. We were no longer musicians. You had to make yourself become an entertainer. Right. You had to And that guy, hands down, is the greatest entertainer I've ever been able to Him and Kid Rock. With. Him and Kid Rock. And Kid Rock. Yes. Oh, Bob is Bob gets it too, does he not? Oh. So I mean, I'm just so I'm happy that I'm so lucky and fortunate that we had that opportunity to be with Tech way back in the day. And I'm sure he probably don't even know this. You know what I mean? But it influenced the way that me and Dusty do it and, 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 and again he doesn't get now you know kid rock probably gets the accolades of being a great entertainer because mainstream america for the most part has seen you know kid i mean yeah. kid's been he's been he's had number one rock you know he's but tech is as good if not even a tad better than bob and for the most part mainstream america doesn't really know anything about tech and doesn't God? He's just again. He's probably one of the greatest performers that's not yeah. ever really recognized as being yeah, as I good agree. as he really is. I mean, I, one thing I remember is like you know during the Royals or in the World Series, he's back there behind home plate every day or every game for that. I thought oh, that was he loves cool. he loves his Kansas City you know? buddy. He, oh, yeah. he he wears Kansas City proud on 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 yeah. his on, on yeah. his on his on his sleeve. When you see Tech. Tell him we said hi because we're. I mean, he he. Yeah. What was that? What was that song called, Lummy? That Tech did where he mentioned he actually comfortable. Meant, yep. Yeah, it's called. There's a song that Tech did called Comfortable, and he said if you're not Bubba the Love Sponge, and then two other radio personalities that he like, my I'm not getting up early to do radio interviews unless you're Bubba the Love Sponge, <laughs> John, Johnny Dare, or, or somebody like that. Yeah, and let's but, go. We're but, in the but studio tomorrow. Great. We're gonna have to plug you, Bob. Yeah, you know what? I, we're not, we're yeah, make a Bubba the Love Sponge song. song. I mean, make make a Bubba the Love Sponge song. You know, Come you know, on. you know, you know. You're talking about Full Throttle Saloon earlier. You know, our buddy Goat. He's over there. He's the MC at Full Throttle, right? Well, he came out on our last tour and MC'd the whole tour. And every time I talk to him, he always brings up. We put his name in a song, and he wants us. He wants to perform that song, and it's like not a live performance song. You know what I mean? But He's so proud of being mentioned in that song. He always brings it up. You guys going to Sturgis this year? Yeah, we play uh, Glencoe August 4th, uh, Full Throttle August 5th, and then Glencoe August 6th. So three shows. Yeah, man. And then you guys are going to try to make it down for Bike Week next, what, next February? Is it February, March? Uh, actually, we're trying to come in in October, I think. By, yeah, I think Oktoberfest. Fest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And we gotta I got get a you... condo out in Daytona, Bubba. You got what? You from Daytona. I got a condo out in Daytona. We're about three. We're about three and a half hours, you know, over there from 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 cool. there. You have to get, you're gonna have to come hang out with me. We we'll go to Ocean Deck and eat shrimp tacos. Bubba, they could come to your track, perform, and also watch some dirt racing. I got I got a I got a dirt track. Uh, Bubba, Bubba Raceway Park, three eighths mile high bank dirt track. We could have you guys in concert and great have, place you know. to film yeah. a music video. Yeah, yeah, we should do we should do that, man. That'd be great. Get I you mean. and like maybe get Jesse and Jackal and yeah. can you imagine a moonshine? Listen, listen to this the difference of uh but but yet it's not it's different but it's not jackal moonshine bandits 
and Tech Nine. Would that be a hell of a show or what? Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. That would be a hell of a show. Be awesome. Now, like, like when when you guys first, how do you look like a? Do you often look at your very first thing that you guys did? I think it was what soggy crackers. Is that was your first yeah. thing? Do you yeah, look at sure. that? Do you do you look at that? And see, like, like I, I see homie shaking his head. Do you look at that and be like, man, we were so green and we didn't know what we were doing and we didn't know anything about the business and the business and you didn't know anything about the business, but the business has done a complete, you know, 180 as to what it used to be in 03. As far as now a guy can go out and do an independent deal and make more money digitally distributing and touring than having to, you know, give like what, what, what's a record label deal? 30 points, 40 points. Like what do you, what do you get on back in the day? You get bent over is what you get. Yeah. (laughs) I heard, I heard that there's some of these record labels that do like these 365 deals where you're an up and coming artist, you know, they support you, they pay for everything, but they, they pay you like 800, 900 a week to tour. That's it. They get you, you know, your your band, and then they keep merch. They keep, you know, digital rights. They keep they keep everything. And these up and coming people who don't really have and all, uh, you know, have not established themselves are signing what they call these three sixty five deals, and they're really breaking it off on these guys' asses. Yeah, I mean, the best thing you could do right now is own your own masters, and that's that's the biggest thing. We went from the old demo days where we were handing out demos and like people were throwing them in the garbage because they didn't. They didn't understand our sound, so we had to go through all those learning curves till here we are. Now yeah. we got our own master. Hey, it's so. all about it's all about owning the publishing rights, and it's all right. about. I had Richard Marks in here one time, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was, and I was like, my 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 producers were like, we're gonna we're gonna book Richard Marks, and he's gonna be in studio, and I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm really into Richard Marks, you know, that real wimpy ass stuff. But he was the biggest pimp. He was so yeah. cool. oh, he was so cool. Yeah, I'd be hating on Richard Mark. No, I was, I, was, I was just thinking. I was just thinking, man. I remember breaking in and catching my older brother <laughs> making out with his high school girlfriend and his Fiero. You know what I mean, bro? Richard Marks playing Hazard yeah, County. Yeah, or something yeah. Dude, Richard Marks is playing in the background, dude. I used to love to sneak in there and listen to that CD, dude. Yeah, and so, anyway, yeah. we had we we had him on, and we were talking, you know, and he's super cool. Like really good dude, and then we, we got to talking about kind of the, the the money part of 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 the industry, and he's like, "Listen, the money isn't in the radio play, isn't necessarily it's in the publishing." And he said, "I call it mailbox money." And at that time, right. at that time, now he had written like three or four number one country songs for different artists that he owned the publishing rights to. He owned all the publishing rights to all of his hits, and he said he told me privately privately that he did between eight and ten million a year just in BMI ass cap, you know, mailbox money. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I mean I mean, wow. I mean again, doing it yourself, doing it your way, uh, is the only way you can do it nowadays. You don't have to be you don't even have to be on radio station one in order to become in order to make a million bucks. You don't. You just gotta have a good sound a good YouTube channel and a good touring uh, a support system and some merch and, yeah, and, and merch. Merch, merch is half half the game, man. If you ain't got merch, hey, I need to send you guys. I need to send you guys some Bubble Army stuff, but I want some Moonshine uh, Bandit stuff that I wear on that I wear on to you. Yeah, make, make a little note of that right now. Get you now I up, think right? now aren't you guys boys with Head PE? 
Uh, they're on there. I think they're managed by us. We've done some shows with them. I, personally, I, we don't know them too well. Don't mean now. Let yeah. me. Was it the Cottonmouth Kings or was Cottonmouth it? Kings? Yeah, yeah. The, we the, the, that's the, not yeah, yeah, Those are our boys. Cottonmouth yeah. Kings. Yeah. We've done tour with Cottonmouth Kings and ICP. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. At, hey, wow. ask ICP. Yeah. About Bubba the Love Sponge, and right there, bitch, will be the ultimate validation as to how cool we are because they will not do any radio, but they come in and do our show. Because the last time they came in here, we let we bought this local band that really, really sucked, and we let them take airsoft guns and shoot them off the stage. ICP did, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, yeah, ICP, ICP's helped us out a lot, man. They took us out on tour, showed us out." Showed us the merch game yeah. and everything. Uh, I mean, they bought all of our jerky and kept us afloat. Yeah, Violent J, he, <laughs> he he's a big fan of our jerky. And we, 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 we got rid of it for a while. And when we brought it back, I sent over there to their office there. What is it, Farmington or Framington? Yeah, yeah Michigan. Illinois, outside, of, outside of Michigan, yeah. Sent it up there and, like, I got I get a response. And he was so proud, man. It had been a couple of years since he had it. So I hooked him up with like thirty or forty bags of the they're, shit. They're 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 great guys, man. They really oh, yeah. are. But listen, they are. He's and he's actually they're one of the guys. If I want to text him, he'll hit me back. Oh yeah, you absolutely. Know what I mean? Like and they're and they're proud. And he's told me this. He's like, man, they're proud to see where we've come. And like, you know, we have to attribute part of that success, like Dusty said, to being able to go out with those guys and their professionalism on the road. Now they're they're wild and crazy, but you know what they are. Businessmen, entertainers, and their businessmen, and their yeah. businessmen, and you know what? They're, they're they they were doing it independent because I mean they were the the right. bad the bad guys. They could never get yeah. a you know no regular record. You know CBS arrested. Nobody's going to sign right. those guys, and you know, and they go out and just straight kill it because they got a niche and they got a sound and they got a great following, and that's all you need. You don't need you know you just need a great following and a good sound like you guys do. And uh, and I I'm one I'm so happy that I got to meet you guys two I'm yeah. gonna su- I'm gonna support all your stuff and three you mother effers better put some good words in for us with Jelly Roll and a couple oh. others and four I want to see you guys uh, if you guys come down here in October. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. And, man. You know, we'd love to we'd love to swing through the studios and maybe drop off some gifts. And, you know, oh I mean, yeah. Uh, can they bring that? So, uh, I mean, especially with our bucked up whiskey. Yeah, I was gonna going, say, can you bring some of that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, bucked I, up whiskey. Man, it is. It's it's going crazy. Like we we had goals for our whiskey to be in California within the first two years and get it all over Cali. We're in fourteen states in two years now. No, no, no. Now, be honest. Are you guys Whoa. making some pretty good money on on the on the whiskey? I mean, it's nothing to get rich off right now, but the goal is to, you know, eventually you build a brand and then Jack Daniels comes in and buys you out. Yeah, that's so what you do. Yeah. That's, that's how you make it. I mean, like, we go and do these bottle signings, and thank God for our, our fans. Shiners are great. We moved two pallets of whiskeys and 11 bottle signings on our last tour. Two pallets of whiskey. Going in there, lining up in these supermarkets and whatnot. Being able to actually give shout out to Save Mart Rayleigh's Bel Air <laughs> Total yeah. Wine, right? You know what I mean. Total but Wine, uh, Total better. Wine is is big on helping um, uh, Mark Wahlberg do his t- new tequila. Total Wine oh, okay. was big, oh, yeah, Mark, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. They're, they're you yeah, know, so, they they support they support guys like you, Total Wine. Guys. Yeah, man, it's it's incredible, hey, and like we just appreciate we appreciate to have hey, that. Bubba, I got to get this. I got to get this in. If any of these whiskey guys want to do a blind test, we'll put. Put our whiskey against Conor McGregor, any of these guys that have their own whiskey. We'll do a blind test, $10,000. We'll donate it to any uh, nonprofit 
and see who see whose whiskey is the best. I yeah, and you know what? They're going to donate their ten grand to our yeah. charity, That's Operation right. Packing Company, where we ship packages overseas to truth. I want to see Bird. I want to see Bird take on Conor McGregor. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take it on anybody like that. How big, hey, how big are you, Bert? How big are how big are you? I can't tell I can't size you up Bob, when sitting down. How tall? It's trying to get in the way. I'm a guy that likes to get in the way of things, you know. Yeah. People getting going, I'll try to get in the way and just Now have you and Tex ever been on the road? The road just it's 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 tough. It's a tough life sometimes and you two get on each other's nerves and you guys just go straight at it. Do you guys ever do it like brothers? Yeah, we went to jail in Wichita Falls, Texas, because we got in a fight at a gas station. Hold on, so you they... two, you two fought each other in Wichita and went to jail. Yeah, who yeah. won? Who won the fight? We uh, both lost. We both took the L's on that one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, that was a cold night. Now, what in the that hell cell. were you? Now, what were you guys fighting over? Alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Started, off, started off with a food fight, and then it went to a fist fight, and then next thing you know, Texas sheriffs were on our ass like. Like that yeah. processed. I mean, I think we're still chirping at each other in when we're getting processed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At that so, point, you guys know you're going. You're both taking a ride. Huh? Who gets in most? Does who gets in the most trouble? Bird, bird, or Tex? To me, Tex, you look like you're a little more even. Key. Bird looks like he's a little bit wilder than you. Uh, I used to be. He used to be. I got married though. I got to shout out to my wife. You know what I mean? She calmed me down. Yeah. I got married. Yeah, I like dude. I like being home now. It's just that'll do, that'll that'll neuter a pimp in a minute, won't it, buddy? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. he's being humble. He's actually a fucking lunatic. <laughs> How about you? How about you, Tex? I'm, I'm, I got to steer the ship. Hang on a second. This guy. <laughs> hang on a second. This guy just went to his first rave in Cosmel or Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. He's down in Mexico going to raves, bro. You know what I mean? Now, who's the guy that goes to the promoter and says, "Okay, time to settle up"? Who's the Gene? Sim- who's the Gene Simmons of the Moonshine Bandits? I've had. To, well, we I, got people that do that now. Yeah, I've had to go. In the past, that. he did it. I got us. Now, my actions got us banned out of. Uh, Bird, did you ever have to go uh, back? Did Indiana? you ever have to go back, Bird, and say, "Listen, buddy, that's not what the numbers say. You're trying to screw oh, yeah. me out of like three G's, oh, bitch, yeah. and it ain't work." Because you know how, hey, you know how these slimy ass producers are. They're like, yeah. "Listen, you know, we really didn't sell that much beer, and the attendance oh, was down, and you know." Yeah, there's Indiana. There's actually in uh, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, the old armadillo. That place. Uh, I, I had to go in there and square them away in there, and then uh, another spot, Joliet. The guy tried to get us. Get Joliet, one Illinois. Me. You know, you know, Elwood, Jake and Elwood Jake Blues, and Elwood baby. Blues you know from I mean? Joliet, Illinois. That's, that's where the state that's, prison is. That's right, man. That's right. And uh, you know what? I had we had to take some we had to take some product off the shelves. <laughs> so and they didn't stop us. Either you don't have, you're gonna pay us. We're gonna take product off the shelves. They don't pay us. We just take like the beer mirrors or whatever that looks cool. Oh, so if they on. short you, you guys just go behind the bar and start helping yourselves. <laughs> yeah, we decorate our own bars. They better have bigger guns than we got. You know, that's all I'm saying. Who so, got who got the most groupies between you two? Because yeah. you guys did have a lot oh, of groupies. Oh, we're Catholic boys. We, oh, yeah, right. Groupies. No, you bunch of lying bastards. No groupies. Yeah, right. No groupies. Yeah, write a song about you that. You've seen you our like. videos. Yeah, exactly. You've seen our videos. There's I know. So pri- prior to marriage, when you guys are running a little bit hotter, a little bit looser, let's say like circa 07, 08, who, who was tearing up the groupies and what city has the best groupies? California. 
That's not a city. Uh, for, that's, 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 I think you might be no, as drunk as you were that one night. But I mean, Idaho. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, how, about te- how, about, how about Texas? I've right. always heard Texas had some some hotties. You know, I mean, uh, the beach, I mean, California got the best. I mean, the Beach Boys said that there's all these hotties all over the all over the country, but it all comes back to California girls. Yeah, yeah. Like, but- yeah, I mean, we had a song called Cali Girls. If you go back and listen, I mean, that was it. Well, I never yeah. seen you two shut up so fast that we start talking about groupies. <laughs> man, your guys' testosterone. Yeah, I got to go home tomorrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, man. Well, let me note to self, if you want to shut Moonsign, just talk about groupies. They yeah. both just clam up like a bunch of little bitches. I think it's my <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, though. It's like, because... I finally met my match with my wife. Like I could, I could get around any other relationship, but I got a girl now that's like, she'll take shit. She didn't know who I was when she met me. She didn't know any of that. You're so, saying is you she, can bamboozle all the other bitches, but you finally found one that called your ass out. That's <laughs> what you meant to say. Damn, damn, damn straight. <laughs> like every morning I have to wake He's up. Scared of her. He's scared uh, of her. Yeah, yeah. Every morning I got to take for a knife in my back. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey. So listen. Great to meet you guys. We got a lot of friends in common, and I cannot wait to do more stuff with you guys. You guys are so grounded and so down to earth and just regular dudes. By the way, you can go to moonshinebandits.com. You can go to buckedupwhiskey.com. You can go to the Twitter, to the Instagram, go to the YouTube, watch some of their stuff. They got great videos, over 200 million views. And guys, with all, you know, with anything new that you got or a bottle signing or anything like that, man, we'd love to help you. I mean, we, we're, we're huge fans and we'll love, we'd love yeah. to help you guys out. Well, yeah. we're going to send a case of whiskey over to you, okay? All right. Appreciate that. Yeah, and and yeah. I'll have Lummy get a hold of your guys' address and your shirt sizes and stuff like that, and we'll send you guys a little Bubba Care Pack if we could. We love that. We love yeah, you that. you bet, man. We love to wear it, support it. And Bubba yeah, Army, so. baby. Bubba Army. Well, you bet. Tex, keep Birdman. Well, I guess you don't got to worry about him. He's all married and stuff. But Tex, you know, <laughs> Tex, keep Birdman out of trouble if you can, my friend. I'll try, brother. All right, yeah, hey, man. Good talking to you. We'll keep playing your music, and uh, man, appreciate you. appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank, thank you guys. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All, All right, now, thank you. Yeah, man. See you. Uh, Moonshine Bandits. Uh, you can get anything Moonshine Bandit related by going to moonshinebandits.com. Uh, their whiskey, I guess, is the. I can't. That's what I'm most excited for. Let me oh. just getting some of their whiskey. <laughs> oh, me too. I tell you that bird, that uh, that bird, man. He he he. I don't know, man. I don't know about that dude. <clears throat> <laughs> he's, he's looked pretty rugged. Looks a little right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think God, you know what? Thank God his wife came in there and, and calmed him down a little bit because he was fixing to go to prison. I promise you. That. Sounds like uh-huh. it. Yeah, he he's a hot mess. <laughs> he really, really is. Listen, we let me get into some words and uh, much love to the Moonshine Bandits and Lummy. We'll go come back with their new single with the Buck Cherry guy, Wild. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Believe it or not, absolutely not. Everything you heard about him has been toned down for easier public acceptance. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show returns after these words. 